Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Put it in neutral, start again. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> ah, I forgot my headphones upstairs, so I'm using the guest headphones, and they fell right off my uh, head. It's <laughs> not turning over. They came, they came right off my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> they fell right oh, off my man. head. All right. That was good. I hope that's not a sign. That's a good one. Well, I know. I know there was effort there. Yeah. Oh, there was. That's all the matter. I was ready to bring it, but it didn't work. King Scott's got your headphones. Thank you, King (laughs) Scott. You're the greatest. You could have run up there. I would have still been up there, or I would have came down here panting. I haven't lost that much weight. Just because I've lost weight doesn't mean I'm automatically in shape. We all need exercise. Yeah, you would have been 83 pounds faster. Are you down 83 pounds? I'm oh, down more. 84 pounds. Oh, you pounds can't tell. I see that extra pound, yeah. <laughs> My mistake. You know what Jeff did yesterday? Um, you did some uh, cryo uh, cryotherapy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pro that, cryotherapy. You just the... sit there and you just cry until yes. they say, I think you're, I think no, you're good. No, that's, what is that, where they uh, freeze you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they freeze your uh, uh, shoulders down, and then he also did my head as well. Oh, so you, so you went in the cryo chamber? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was really, they, really cool. Did they wake you up when Wesley Snipes uh, escapes? I don't no. know what that movie is. Oh, I'm assuming sorry. that's Dem- a movie Demolition reference. Man, they froze him. Not a great reference. Damn, yeah, that's okay. That, sorry, yeah, that was a Back to the match. seriousness. Is there some sort of Brady Bunch reference you can give me? Or? <laughs> that's what you're, that's <laughs> what they, you're here for. Do they freeze anybody in MASH? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying show. to think of something that I could do with Hawkeye, but I didn't get there. <laughs> 
No, so what? Are, look up the benefits of, of cryotherapy. <laughs> so what it, it's, it's uh, so you go in the cryo chamber, chamber yeah. and your your head just sticks out. Correct. And they get it down to like negative two hundred degrees or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like one sixty six or something crazy like that. You ready for this? Here are the benefits of well, cryotherapy. And I, I, I've heard about this. I've read about it. I don't love being cold. No, me either. But you know, I mean, it's all controlled. I lasted, I think, three minutes. But but if if it's got benefits, I'm all for it. Yeah. So here are some of the benefits: treating migraine headaches. When that you suffer from migraine. Yeah, and he after the chamber, he did that. They have a wand where they can go over your head, and it is mm -hmm. so amazing. It's ridiculous. Also, okay. uh, improving symptoms of eczema, reducing anxiety and depression, preventing and treatment of cancer, preventing dementia, reduced inflammation. Weight loss and quick pain relief and muscle healing. Wow. Yeah, a lot of autoimmune disease like Crohn's disease. There's studies on it on Crohn's disease as well. It's pretty so amazing. you did it. So yeah. did you go, I mean, strip down nude? What do you No, do? you get down to your underoos. And then uh, they, if you want, you can put gloves and socks on. And I put like three pairs of socks on. And then they have these little slip-on like cloth boots as well. I did mm -hmm. the three pairs of socks because I have neuropathy in my feet. And the whole reason for that is... You, he stands right there the whole time, controlling it. And then if you want to bounce Neuropathy out, you can't. Uh, you can't. You have no feeling, right? Yeah, you my, have no feeling in your feet. Yeah, from about mid instep out to the tips of my toes, it always feels like they're they sleeping. You know, the the needles. Yeah, yeah. Scott, tickle his tootsies. Yeah, always, see, what, see what happens. Tickle his tootsies. It's probably been five years, something like that. It's it's just a thing from drugs that I took for huh. Crohn's. Um, it's a, it's a, it says help. here on this uh, cryotherapy. That's a hard word to say, by the way. Cryotherapy. Cryotherapy. Yeah. Um, it says like the typical session is between three and five minutes. Yeah, I was in there for three minutes. So you can go longer, but oh, the guy right. that went after me is a CrossFit guy named Shane, and he was in there for like five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what is it negative one sixty? You said one sixty six. I think is yeah. What I mean, it was. you can't last very long in there, else you'll die. Yeah, and then he came out and he was just shivering. But it is amazing, and from what, and I'm sure it's a much better explanation on there, but. From what I understand, when your extremities get cold, your blood rushes to the core of your body mm -hmm. because it goes, oh, crap, we need to warm up, warm up. And then when you come out of the cryo uh, chamber, it all rushes back to your extremities and all the bad stuff comes out of your blood and it recycles basically while it's it, in here. So did it feel great? It felt amazing. Like amazing. So yes. in your, well, you, I mean, freezing. It wasn't bad. You you can move around like uh, you can spin around a little bit. You know, almost looks mm -hmm. like you're in a washing machine. And then they talk to you the whole time and keep your, if you want, keep your mind distracted. You know that sort yeah. of. But the Shane guy is a is a CrossFit guy and he's competing. You know the Reebok CrossFit that they have yeah. on TV. Yeah. He missed it by one slot last year. He's the best over in the area. This is like in Fairview Heights area, O'Fallon. And uh, he did it because he was just having some muscle pains and stuff like that. Yeah. It's my, my little brother who's over at SIUE uh, knows this guy, and he hooked us up together. Oh, wow. And uh, you guys are more than invited to go over there. Yeah, it says here that um, like by your third or fourth treatment, you're never going to get like used to it, but your body goes, okay, we know what this is now. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. then it says if you're in it for more than a few minutes, like it says here, and this is, this is, from, this is from Medical News Today. Having cryotherapy treatment for any longer than the recommended few minutes, fatal. Yeah, of course. Oh, sure. Oh, we, we, had a, we had a story. That's insane. Uh, we had a story, uh, I, would, I, would, I think it was at the end of last year, where a gal that, remember it was an employee, and she wasn't supposed to be in there by herself, and yeah, she went in there by herself, and they think that she actually kind of dozed off or, yeah, or something? Yeah, that was a sauna. That was a sauna. Uh, you sure? She cooked to death, yeah. 
There was one death with this. Re- not, I don't know if it was recently or not, but he was telling me about it. It wasn't in Missouri, but you're supposed to have somebody there the entire time to go, you sure you want to go another minute? Okay, and then you hit another button. This lady was by herself, and she inhaled some of the... Yeah, that must be what I was thinking about. Because with the sauna store, remember, it was a push door, but she kept pulling, and she yeah. said, I can't get out. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. no. dying. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I was talking about the one that he's he's referencing. But this is super, super push, safe. Push the door, and I keep yeah, pulling, and course. I can't open the door. Like anything, I mean, I mean, hell, if you think about it, if you go to a, uh, you know, a massage therapist, like that could be dangerous. This yeah. is all going to be course. done by a professional. Walking across the street's dangerous if yeah. you walk outside of the crosswalk, which I never recommend. No, but you guys are more than welcome to go over and do it. Sure, thank by you. By the way, it's, I appreciate that. It's ridiculous. So we should go so. to. Uh, we should make a whole day of it. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll float. Okay. We'll go to float STL, and then we'll go freeze ourselves. Or freeze, then float. Yeah, freeze, then float. I was going to say, let's not float, then freeze, because we'll freeze, I don't want any excess we'll freeze, moisture. freeze, float, and then go to 18 North Central. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, heck yeah. And, and uh, do the eye combat. It's a date. They'll be like, man, you guys are just so, you guys are superhuman, body and mind right all, now. All while we're getting our carpets cleaned. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Hell yeah, I'm going to re-up my insurance, and I'm going to uh, refinance. Uh, how did you uh, get engaged, Patrico, when you did your uh, engagement? Did you? Was it a special event? Sure the hell wasn't. We were planning for a Super Bowl party that we were having. And I told the wife, I said, let's go. Okay, a little bit of backstory. Remember, I had surgery a couple years ago on my Achilles. Yes. So I could not get down on one knee. Let's just, let's just say that. But anyway, I said, hey, we need to get some supplies. So go ahead. Pull out a list or pull out a piece of paper and write down the list. And I was like, we need sour cream, plastic forks, napkins, and you need to pick a date. And she said, for what? And then I pulled out. The oh, that's oh, nice. That's cool. That's nice. Did she say yes? I don't know. I'm still okay. waiting. Jeff, anything romantic with you? Not at all. It was Christmas morning in front of her folks, and I gave her a video camera. And then somebody else opened it up and said, oh, yeah, this really works well. And then videoed her while she opened up the ring and. Oh, you st- so you have the video? Uh, I have no idea where it is. Uh, I, I don't really have a, a really romantic story. No? It was, I got the ring, said, uh, here you go. <laughs> I was gonna, I was thinking the quote was, here's this. I'm actually kind of curious. Yes. How did the conversation between you and her dad go? Did you do the whole thing when uh, you asked her dad? Of course I did. I was at Gian Tony's on the Hill. We had a nice dinner, and uh, my wife and her mom got up, I think, to use the bathroom. And I said, uh, hey, well, I got you here. Yeah, I want to marry your daughter. And he said, okay. Oh, that's that's so good. That's so good, Riz. <laughs> I, knowing all the stories, I thought, like, you know, you'd go, hey, I want to marry your daughter. And he's, and he's like, here are our rules. And like goes no, through like no, I, we were together for six years already. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like I'm sur- I'm surprised I didn't get it about time kind of thing. Like, right. That's about freaking time. For, Maybe I did get that. I don't know. For me, it was uh, sitting in his backyard overlooking his pool with the barbecue pit, drinking some martinis, and I'd already asked everybody else, and everybody else was inside. You know, her brothers and her mom. And I said, Colonel, and he was not a Colonel, but that's what everybody called him. I said, uh, you know, this December, I wanna, I wanna. Uh, t- Ask uh, your daughter's hand in marriage, and uh, I wanted to get your permission. And without looking at me, he goes, ah, there's more to a relationship than just sex. 
Okay. That was his reply. I said, does okay. this a yes? And he said, welcome to the family. I, I said, did the, all right. The traditional, you know, got to ask the parents permission, yeah. ask the father permission. Sure, it's old timey, but I think it was the right thing to do. I did the same and thing. And I think he appreciated it. Yeah. And I think to this day, he still appreciates it. Hey, while I got you here, I was thinking. At Giantoni's? At Giantoni's hey, on the Hey, house. while I got you here, are we splitting the bill or how are we doing this? <laughs> hey, right quick. Uh, are you down with toasted ravs and can I marry your daughter? Yeah. Well, I, I bring it up because there's a video making the rounds online. And it's a couple. They got engaged while they were out walking with their, with their little boy. And the little boy ruined the shot by dropping his pants and peeing on the sidewalk as the dad is down on one knee asking the mom for her hand in marriage. Did he ruin it or did he make <laughs> and it? And by ruined, coolest? I mean made it a hundred times better. I'm going to pee outside. That's him. I'm going to pee outside. I'm going to pee outside. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? I love you with all my heart. I want you to wear the shirt. <laughs> this kid is standing off to the right. And there's a puddle on the sidewalk. It's serious Here. right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh my god, he's peeing. Are you serious? You know what's great is he it's because he does the little kid pee, which is pull the pants down uh, all the way down to the ankles the and then down. pull the shirt up to his uh-huh. nipples and look down <laughs> while he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, what I mean by ruined is made it made it a thousand times better. <laughs> I, I just I just love the fact that the, he announces it. I'm a pee outside. Yeah, and you're okay. a little kid, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you have you to go. You gotta But as far as proposals go, and I, I was reading uh, Slate. The website Slate, and they have they have a columnist, like a Dear Prudence columnist, a, a device columnist, and um, this was the story of a best man who proposed to his girlfriend during his best friend's wedding. Oh, you're the worst! Oh, that's Hijacking the day. You are the absolute worst. And the bride wrote to the advice columnist, Dear Prudence, about what happened. Saying her husband's best friend, John, the best man at their wedding, and officiated at the service, proposed to his longtime girlfriend, they call themselves John and Jane, Jane, and announced that she was pregnant during the actual wedding ceremony. The bride wrote, I couldn't even hear the vows my husband wrote or the rest of the ceremony over the noise of Jane's happy sobs. Her very surprised family, who were also guests, and people seated nearby congratulating her. Even the videographer cut to her frequently during the ceremony, and you can't hear anything over the chatter. When John gave his toast, he apologized for being caught up in the moment, and then proceeded to talk about he and Jane's future, and nary a mention of us. During the reception, John and Jane became the primary focus of our guests, John even went out of his way to ask the band for a special dance just for him and Jane on the dance floor. Wow. Are these people not the worst? The absolute worst. How many yeehaws were said that day? Hmm. I, I don't see this as a yeehaw thing. Nope. 
I don't no, either. I, I was at a wedding and this almost happened. The guy made it all, the speech was all about him. And I think someone stopped the girl from going up there when they realized what he was about to do. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 don't. Yeah, I don't see this as a Hoosier thing. Yeah, this was not a Hoosier sort of what guy. What is it then? Just, just a dumb thing? just a dick move. Yeah. She's pregnant. We all know somebody who did it's this. Just somebody, it's just somebody oblivious to everybody's feelings. That's just turning it around, making it about you. Listen, I, I've been to many a weddings where the focus has been taken from the bride and the groom. Um, and that's why I make it like a point when I meet with them, like, hey, if it's, you know, Aunt Susie's 77th birthday, we'll mention it, but I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had a... Quick birthday shout out. Yeah. yeah. This, Aunt this Suze. Is, there you go. This is for you. This was a big wedding... <laughs> this is a wedding probably four or five years ago, but it was somebody's <laughs> 30th wedding anniversary. It was like the aunt's or uncle's 30th wedding anniversary. And mother of the bride. So essentially the woman who wrote me the check kept coming up and asking for me to have a special song just for them on the dance floor. And I kept saying, if you have the bride come up to me and tell me to do that, I will. But I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. And she goes, I'm paying you. And I was like, I completely understand that. Why don't you just go over ask the bride or the groom? But, but But it's their day. So have them come over and ask me to do this. Eventually I went and I asked them. I said, hey, here's the deal. And she goes, absolutely not. Oh, wow. Oof, and then thank there goodness was, you, you handled it like that. There was Damn. tension between mom and daughter for the rest of the wedding. And it ended up being where I played the song she wanted, but didn't single them Listen, out and made a mention of it. Why did the bride say no? I mean, don't make it a big deal. Just who cares? It's a song. Yeah. Well, she wanted me to like make like this big announcement and go, all right, now, Uncle Chucky and Aunt Barbara, come on out. It's In time reality, to celebrate. In three minutes? I mean, I get it, ceremony. but... I get it. This is this right here is completely hijacking. Yeah, oh, this is this is this insane. is the the worst. Yeah, it's it's a tough thing to transition from. And just hearing what you said about the the, the his speech, him barely talking about them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been a part of some real bad best man speeches. I mean, to this day, the the one that stands out. There's a record. It's 21 minutes long, and it was ridiculous. This seems worse. Well, the bride said she's still angry weeks later. The husband hasn't spoken to his friend since the wedding. And she said, my husband has joked that he'll uh, resume his friendship when John and Jane give him a $40,000 check for half their wedding. And then she asked the advice columnist, she asked Prudence, if they should end the friendship. And while the columnist was on their side, calling what John did selfish and self-absorbed, she says it wasn't worth throwing away a long friendship without at least talking to John first about what happened. He, here's somebody in the chat room. TJ says, I did this at my best friend's wedding with the bride and grooms at the reception. The bride planned the bouquet toss, so we would go to my now fiance. The bride and the groom even helped me get the ring with their permission. Yeah, of course, with their there permission. It is. Totally different, yeah. yeah. With their permission. And it was at the ceremony or the yeah, that's, celebration. Yeah, that's the, the flower thing. Yeah. Half of us don't even like paying attention to that anyway. And most of the party's gone by then. You ever catch the bouquet? What? The, I'm sorry, the garter? <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's like, is that a shot like, am, am, or is he am, confused? Am, yeah, am I confusing the uh, tradition? Well, I that pretty dress and then you want to die. Do you ever catch the garter? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I have a few times. I, I have too. I have. I remember when I caught it when I was like six and thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then as I got older, I'm like, hmm, 
Do you realize what you just caught? Yeah, yeah, creepy. <laughs> yeah, thank God it's not an outdoor Jeff's summer collection. wedding. <laughs> oh, of course it does. You guys need anything in satin? You know what's funny is that is that is a tradition that's going away. Really? Out of the past 10 weddings, maybe two of them have done garbage. Oh, really? Okay. God, back when I was doing it, it was the whole thing where the guy would go underneath the dress and come oh, out with it in his no. mouth. Yeah. Or, oh, or, God. Or, it's like, or, you really want to do this in front big, of your folks? Like a big two, pair of boxers? Yeah, and now this happened I, two or three weddings last year that I did. Um, you know, usually as the DJ, you grab the chair and put it out sure. there and say, well, they were like, the best man was like, I got the chair, man. I'm like, okay. And they put it out there, and then there are things taped underneath the chair. Mm. So he goes underneath there and he pulls out a rubber chicken hey, hey, and he pulls out scarves and he looks like a magician. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, this is cool. I partially cut the, the leg so when she sits, she falls. I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> here breaks going. Her, uh, breaks a coccyx bone. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, come on, man. Uh, genuine White's pony only has four minutes. Like, you need to speed this up a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Yeah, the, these two, John and Jane, are the worst. Yeah. Wow. Talk about making it about yourself. Yeah, a little bit. I, I yes, I could I could imagine the the bride was pissed a little bit. Yeah, rightfully so. But watch that watch that video that proposal video. It's fun. Hilarious. It's fun. And now here is today's mattress direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, shouting out the Team Riz member of the day from lovely Fenton, Missouri. It's Amy Meyer. Yay! Oh, Ames. Amy is a huge fan of the Riz show. Her alarm is set for 6 a.m. and she wakes to the anthem, which she says is the best way to wake up every morning. Once at work, Amy listens to the point on the app, and um, if she does miss a segment, she goes back to the podcast and listens on her way home. Loves Craigslist Freak of the Week, loves the Sexy Time Fun Facts, loves the shots punishment during the football pick'em challenge. Oh, you're the only one. No, I like it too. <laughs> no, do well, thank you, Amy. Amy Meyer from Fenton, the Team Riz member of the day. Gets it super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Dave Coulier here from Fuller House. That's right, it's me. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. I like when he goes, that's right, it's me. Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> I had time to do this. That's right. You got him. The cool yester. Right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Later on, we'll make our real or fake picks. Week number one in our brand new competition. Moon and myself as uh, champions of the last competition. You know, I didn't see the belt at Point Fest. You know, I uh, I had it. I in... gave you the belt. I know. Well, listen, I brought it. It was in it was in the car, and then we car. I thought we were going to carpool in my car, and we we're going to come back. And when we carpooled back, we shot straight in there to get back to the uh, the back party. And I didn't have time from from that. To, I was going to bring it to the to the uh, the meet and greet, and I wait, didn't wait, have time. Wait. No, you went. King Scott drove you from. I know, I know. Hot shots. I know, but Just that, say that you wasn't. Forgot. Just say you well, I'm saying that, that that wasn't my plan. My plan was to have it in the car when we got out, got out from hot shots. Stop yelling at me. Did I raise my voice? <laughs> no, but uh, he's. Listen. Listen, I'm bummed at myself for not having it there. <laughs> he's really, well, really. Say, I forgot it. Are That's there things that you wish you would have done different? Well, it's even <laughs> worse. Say, I forgot it. Uh, I, I forgot it. But it was even worse that it was just a few hundred, well, a few thousand yards since we were parked. 
at the end. Well, anyway. It's in the car. As as co-champions, I think we've done a pretty good job coming up with the next punishment, which we will announce later. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's all right. And as far as Patrico and Jeff serving out their punishment, their walking punishment, I just want to run something by you guys. <laughs> run, run something by him. I love no pun it. intended. Hey. No pun intended. But, I mean, it, a, a little wrench was thrown into the plans when they both lost. You know, this was really a, a punishment meant for one. But I, I'm just going to run it by you guys. See what you guys think. Okay? that's. I don't, we'll, we'll do that later. Okay. Going to make oh, it kind of fun. Oh, no. Oh, what? no. Oh, no. Oh, you're still walking. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, the, the, no I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if you say, hey, <laughs> we're going to put a trail of boobies from here all the way into wherever whoa, you're walking. Whoa, whoa, don't speak for me. Don't speak for me on you know, that's that not, one. It's not going to be fun. It's not fun. There's a trail no fun. of boobies, huh? <laughs> It's a very soft. I'm just thing talking, to you know, on. one like like an NFL turn football an player. Turn an ankle on a B cup. <laughs> I'm talking about like an NFL football player, like he runs through the tunnel after being announced on opening night. Like it's just that, but boobies everywhere. Huh? Again, that's don't not speak fun. For, don't speak for me. Wow, I'm thirsty. Milk. Hey, jeez, what's wrong with you? Goodness gracious. Uh, Jeff, some emails. Yeah, uh, Team Riz, uh, Doug, he was at Point Fest, and he's one of the people that did not get a Point Fest shirt, and he was actually saying that some people were offering them for double the price. Oh, you know what? I got Especially the red ones, and he's he was like, please tell me there's going to be another opportunity. Yes. Point Fest shirts, and this is coming from Promotions Director Matthew. Uh, Point Fest shirts sold out completely on Saturday, which is good news mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Money, 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 money. <laughs> We don't see a dime of that. Nope. <laughs> I think they're working on getting a second chance order going. Um, and they're they're working on something. So we'll let you know. You could uh, keep checking at 1057thepoint.com. Once they go on sale, you know, it'll, it'll pop up there. We'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're not the only one there, Doug. That wanted a shirt. And those shirts were cool. Yeah, they were. Those shirts were cool. If you got one, uh, really look at it and look for the hidden penises in it. Mm-hmm. That's been a thing. Look at the Point Fest shirt. Yeah. What was it? Little Mermaid? The Little Mermaid had like a hidden yeah, dong the, in there somewhere? The, it's the castle. Yeah, in the castle, there's a dong. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the Disney illustrator Sounds likes like to a- hide... Likes to hide dongs in his in his in his pictures in his animations. That sounded like a proclamation. In the castle, there is a dong. Yeah, there's one frame. <laughs> here you, here you. There's one frame during the wedding scene. No, it's it's more than framed. Okay. There's a few. <laughs> the frames. flag is raised. Yeah, during the uh, wedding. The priests. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. It's, it's been edited though. Like, the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, the only, priests. Yeah. In the old version, in the original version, like when it first uh, the on, on VHS, the priest went from six to twelve. Oh, yeah, and, but and then and it has it, been, and then it is quite been, the increase. It has been adjusted. And on the cover, the Eastern Tower is um, a Southern Tower. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Tower, you mean? Now, now you're going to get me into this thing where I got to look. I, now, yeah, you got to look. Next, vortex. Uh, Jason works out at the amphitheater. Was there for Point Fest, and he says the crowds there for a hot day and completely sold out. Completely respectful the entire I time. The same thing. Yeah. 
from uh, what I saw. He said he's been there for almost 100 shows, working there at the casino for being sold out, all-day show in the heat. Quote, I was stunned at how amazing the crowd was. Minimal altercations. Everyone had a great time. Point fans are the best. Also wanted to shout out you guys on getting me through one of the most stressful weeks of finals I ever had. Eight finals in one week. Podcast did it for him. Hale Hubbard is what he's saying. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for your service. The unsung heroes of concerts. Absolutely. The crew. Oh, boy. Patrico just showed me the clip from The Little Mermaid, and it, he gets excited. I guess he loves weddings. (laughs) This guy really loves weddings. Did you see the cover? Show him, show I've him seen, the original I think cover. I've seen the cover. Yeah, but when you look at it again, you go, "Oh my gosh!" Like, how did anyone even so buy this? There's a scene in The Little Mermaid where the priest, I mean, gets excited during the wedding. Yeah. Clear as day. Here's wow. A, here's a still of the one scene. Have you seen this? It's kind of subtle. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, there it is. There is in the castle. I like the diagram too, where they've got to put it out the different parts of the. Uh, <laughs> There's the, the, the shaft, and it's glistening. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Uh, Chandler here is writing in. He listens to the show every single day. Loves it. A few weeks ago, we were talking about the line bikes that are in St. Louis. Yes. And did, the, uh, did the new company start putting their bikes out? Ofo? Uh, I don't know. Well, what about the line bike? Uh, this past weekend, he had a volleyball tournament down on South Grand in the uh, in the city here. On the way back, he was driving on 55 near the arch, drove past a guy riding a line bike on the right lane of Highway 55. Oh, right. no, I don't Take her onto the highway. To. Apparently, that's okay. Somebody posted on the Team Riz Facebook page yesterday <laughs> a, li- a line bike in like a neighborhood in, in um, uh, Earth City. And they're not there. I mean, I don't know why it's down there, but... Oh, somebody found one in Granite City, too. Uh, great. Like, that's not where they're supposed to go, guys. Nor are you supposed to ride them on 55. <laughs> Unless you can pedal really, really fast. Yeah, I don't know if he was hitting the speed traffic. limit or not. I don't know about that. I think it's a minimum, what, 30? Probably. 40. Can you get that Can you get that bike up to 40? I don't think so. Unless you're holding on to another car. Right. They call that sketching. Mm-hmm. I don't see that in the paperwork. Which my wife and I use. Well, she got hit by a taxi once. Yeah. We were uh, in uh, Manhattan. You used to be a, a sketcher? Yeah. On a bike or a board? Uh, rollerblades. Okay. That was one of my favorite video games for, I think it was Sega Genesis. It's called Skitchin'. And that was the concept was you would race through the street, but you would have to grab under cars to... Yeah, my, my <laughs> roommate and I... How very back to the future of you. My roommate and I used to hold on to buses. How dumb. Yeah. Pretty. Man. How dumb. So we'd hot, we'd hang on to the rear bumpers of buses and taxi cabs, and kind of duck down. So we'd grab onto the bumper or the trunk and duck down so the driver wouldn't see us in his uh, rear mirror. I mean, how dumb! And then my wife got hit by a cab. That was uh, not great. She's okay, guys. Good, good, good. Oh, she break anything? No, 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 no. She broke her spirit. Ah. Uh. Uh, it broke, it broke and your broke routine. her confidence. We never did it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, uh, April here. <clears throat> excuse me, April here got a great Mother's Day gift: sixty minute massage. Oh, that's nice. Uh, <clears throat> she wants Although to I know. I would say, you know, sixty minutes, not enough time. Sixty minutes is when we warm up. I you have hunker down for ninety. I haven't done not nearly the amount of you that you've done, but an hour's 
way enough for me. Nah. Way enough. I say b- bring a lunch. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. You don't, you don't have an hour and a half. 90 minutes is a long-ass time, man. An hour and a half, you go, it's not like I get a massage every week. And it's been a while. Uh, that's that's way too much time for me. But like an hour and a half, you can't. You have you do not have an hour and a half of time ever. For me, I feel like that's a waste. So you have an hour and a half. You just don't want to spend it doing that. Relaxation yeah, is not that extra not thirty minutes is just. See, to me, that to feels me like too much. To me, if I was laying there for ninety minutes, okay, ninety minutes, as soon as I would like kind of glance at the clock and I'd go, "Oh, we've been here for an hour," I'd be like, "This is an incredible waste of time." And then I wouldn't enjoy it. So when you're playing video games and you completed a, a season. That's not a waste of time to me. This is. Okay. That, that's, that's. Yeah, because I was going to give him crap. I was going to say, oh, cops isn't going to watch itself. But what he's saying is. <laughs> I'm not the only person that watches TV, by the way. Just no, the way, what, first, what he's saying watch is watch that time have, is not important to him. Yeah. You said I don't have an hour and a half. Yeah, well, I mean, you do. You just don't. You wouldn't enjoy the hour and a half of getting a rub down. I don't have that time to do that, is what I meant. Like, I don't have... To me, that is a waste of time. Well, I think you're missing out. I don't think I am. <laughs> I anyway. I don't think I am. April has never done this before, so she has questions. Do you get naked? Can you keep your underwears on? Can't you keep her bra on? Is there music, or is it awkward silence while the stranger rubs you? Uh, I mean, and, speaking from my own experiences, yeah. I go completely nude. On the drive. On the drive-in. Just to, yeah. I don't want to waste time. Nope. Get in. <laughs> just run in. Because you run in and you start skiing hucks that thing, right? You just run in and just glide onto the I table. I glide over the counter. Yeah. Behind the thing and then right onto the table. Uh, you're supposed to go as comfortable as you, as you, as you want to be. Right. However you feel. I wear nothing I, but I a Viking hat. I can only speak from my experiences where if you have clothing on, they can't get everywhere. Like, I, you can't have a bra on. You got the strap on the back. They got to rub your back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I've never gone. Thing, I've only the, done a, done it a handful of times, but I've never gone completely naked. But I never have them touching my butt anyway, so. I mean, they don't, I mean, they don't touch your butt. I mean, they, all right, they, they kind of knead out the glutes a little bit. Right. <laughs> Depending on where you go. The place that I go. I mean, you got credit carded. I don't. <laughs> I didn't get nothing. He you got credit carded. Yeah. Not fun. I mean, you're supposed to go as comfortable as you as you feel. I would not recommend wearing a bra. I think, and and I hate to say this, and I hate to be this person, but I think this woman emailing in with all these questions, at least the first time, I don't necessarily think she's going to enjoy it because she's going to be so nervous. And so anxious. Don't be. Don't be. They play nice music and like uh, sometimes they have like uh, like a little little uh, fountain. Yeah, the little water and rock water thing. Water yeah. and rock. Yeah, maybe ask for the uh, for the for the rake with the sand. <laughs> really relax. Ask to cut a bonsai tree. Mm. Also, go to the bathroom before you go. Oh, That's yeah, always that a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you do that. Yeah. But I think you'll like it. Let us know what you do. But I would recommend uh, as little clothing as possible. But that's me. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, this one we've discussed a bit, and this has got a little bit of a wrinkle to it. A couple of this person wants to be anonymous. Uh, friends getting hitched, and it's a destination wedding. And it's in Key West. Prime tourism time, so the prices are going to be up. They're fine with paying for the beachfront condo that they're forced to do. 
activities throughout the week. A couple of us have kids, so we'll be doing other family-oriented things while others are doing their things. So it is a vacation at the same time for them and their kids. But the question is, do you have to buy a bridal shower gift and then bring a wedding gift as well? No. By the way, these two already do live together and are doing fine. So it's not like it's a young couple that's buying a house and moving in together. I definitely do not think a wedding gift. This couple already lives together and are doing okay for themselves. Everybody's everybody's paying a couple of grand to go to the wedding, it's so expensive. we shouldn't have to do a wedding gift and uh, a bridal shower an gift. Expensive, an expensive endeavor. Yeah. Maybe a bridal shower thing, maybe a little something. But as far as a, an expensive wedding gift goes, I think you've I think you've done it off. Agreed. I would think if I, I ever do not agree with that. If I you was ever really. Yeah. I'll come. Wait, if you're paying to travel? Yeah, I mean, essentially, you are going to their wedding. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that the reception and the, and the party there is being paid for by them. So I'm trying to think, because we had a destination wedding. And I'm trying to think if anybody got us gifts. I'm sure they did. I don't know if it was, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to get them something crazy expensive, but you should get them something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You are spending a lot of money going on vacation. Yeah. Yes, but they put they put a key point into their email that they are also treating this as a vacation for them. It's not like they're showing up on a Friday, the wedding Saturday, they're out on Sunday. They made it clear to say that they're bringing their kids, they're going on vacation things. Look it up. There are etiquette websites. Do you bring a gift on a wedding, uh, a destination wedding? Not that the internet is the end-all, be-all of... Wait, it's not? Of the, well, Jeff, surprise, surprise. Sometimes they lie on there. I read on the internet that it was. This is from uh, this is from wedding gift weddinggiftetiquette.com from okay. Stylecaster. Generally, if you're spending a good amount of money to get to the wedding, then it's okay to gift less than you normally would. Okay. But make sure that you do give a gift. Although a destination wedding can be extra expensive for guests, you should give something. There you go. Then I stand corrected. You got to give something to cheapskate. The Rosittos <laughs> gave us this really nice king size zero bar. Here's another. Here's another. Here's so another, great. Another website that says if you are going on a destination uh, wedding this summer, you may think, "Oh, I've paid a lot of money for this, so I don't need to bring a guest." Don't be that person. You're rude. Okay, there you go. I stand corrected. I uh, rescind my last statement. There you go. Hey, you were talking about me time before, like you don't got time to do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and listen, an hour and a half massage. I'd rather do that than play an hour and a half of video games. Much rather do that. Listen, you spend your time however you want. However you want to relax. If we can figure out how to do a massage uh, arcade while parlor. getting, oh yeah, yeah. You know what you could do? What? As you know, when you have the massage tables, you put your head in the little round yeah, thing. Yeah, the tables on the ground, the and game underneath, <laughs> you could have a video game thing. Yes. Oh man, you have the screen right where your head is. Yep. That's a great idea. A massage arcade. It's time. Somebody out there. It is time. It's time for that. And listen, we got kids. Most of us in this room have kids, some more than others. And when you're thinking about having kids, all you hear from other parents is how magical it is. 
And they usually downplay the whole part about never having free time ever again. A new survey of 2,000 people with kids found the average parent only gets 21 minutes of me time a day. Only 21 minutes. And moms get even less. 56% said they get less than 15 minutes of time to do whatever they want. Time to themselves each day. I mean, some more stats on how overwhelming it could be to have kids. Parents are so busy, they don't always have time to sit down and eat. The average parent eats 156 meals a year standing up. Mm. 47% of parents say it's impossible to completely take a day off from parenting, even when they're sick. And on average, they feel sick or exhausted 84 days out of the year, but just have to power through it. That's about one out of every four days. And 57% say being a parent has made them gain weight. Partly because they don't have time to eat healthy and end up snacking a lot. Yeah, that's my problem. (laughs) And 62% of parents say their own health is a lower priority than their pet's health. Than their pet's health. Than their pet's health. So when Scruffy's sick... And mom's sick. Chances are Scruffy's going to the vet. And mom's not going to the doctor. Mm -hmm. I can totally see all that stuff. I get it. What do y'all want? Monuments? Yeah. (laughs) And look at Scott in the basement playing Fortnite all day. Yes. No kids, no (laughs) No pets, no nothing. No kids, no pets, no responsibilities. Look at this guy. Always smiling. But I'm super tired. You jerk. Okay. All right, thank you for your emails. Trying to uh, think of our favorite moments of Point Fest. Hmm. Kind of reflecting. I like to reflect every once in a while. Sure you do. Had a very nice time on Saturday. I think mine is just walking around and having people just say, Hey, man, I listen every morning, or or, I love your show when I get to hear it, or I'm so glad you guys keep doing these huge concerts for us, or thank you know, just, I don't know, everybody's just so happy, and so they, they appreciate what we don't even just, realize you know, I, that they I have, appreciate. I have, a, I have a couple of good moments. And that's usually a day for us where, you know, they hand us a schedule and say, you got to be here this time and here that time and do this and do that. And it's a lot of running around. Yeah. I mean, just from the pre-party we had at Hot Shots, all those Team Riz members over there, everybody who stopped by, just say hi, maybe upgrade their tickets. That was awesome. A ton of people out there. Our meet and greet for an hour and a half, almost two hours. Shaking hands. My, my other favorite part every single year is the uh, Armed Forces Party. Oh, that was... I was going to bring that up. That That is like the greatest feel-good experience every single time. Oh, just... You know, and I like to say... Because we do, uh, you know, the Armed Forces Luncheon. And it's, hey, you know what, guys? Relax. Have a drink. Eat some food. Sit under the tent. Let's, let's chat. That's awesome. I love doing that. Yep. And you see everybody just kind of relaxed and having a good time. Not a care in the world. Yeah, no. I think my favorite was just the meet and greet, like you said. It was so cool just to get the hugs and the and the pictures and the you guys, you know, entertain me during a re- very yeah. bad week in my life or whatever. It's great. And our listeners bringing their kids up to introduce them to us, too. That, that's what I was going to say. There was a there was a, I, I, I don't know why his name stuck with me, but there was a, a young boy there named Jackson who he came up to each one of us and he went, hey, Patrico. Hey, Moon. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Riz. And he couldn't be more than yeah. six or seven years old. 
Oh yeah. And I was like, that's incredible. Yeah, man. we we uh, we hang out our sponsors. They come back to uh you know, we got a little party for uh the mm-hmm. radio sponsors, the radio station sponsors. Good to see those guys yeah. and gals. And uh and just hey, watching bands too. Man, I really enjoyed watching Allison Chains. Really enjoyed it. Loved watching Stone Temple Pilots. I wish I had more time to maybe watch Shinedown or some of the other bands, but it was, it was just overall just a, one of the better point fests. Weather was pretty good. A little swampy. But, uh, it's been worse. It's been a lot worse. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. Boy, shocking news around uh, 5 o'clock yesterday. Prosecutors suddenly dropped the criminal invasion of privacy case against Governor Greitens. And I'm going to try to break this down for you in the simplest terms. Because there's a lot of stuff going on here. So here's... Here's what I know. The assistant St. Louis circuit attorney, Ronald Sullivan made the announcement after the third day of jury selection. And he said the fact that the governor's defense attorneys planned to call the St. Louis circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, to the stand led to the dismissal. A prosecutor cannot be a witness in a case they're trying. So Kim Gardner's office was forced to dismiss the, uh, dismiss the charges. The court ruled that Kim Gardner had to provide a statement under oath at the request of the governor's lawyers who have accused her of allowing a private investigator she hired to commit perjury and withhold evidence from the defense. And the prosecutors said they still plan to pursue the case either through a special prosecutor or an appointed assistant. And the governor had a little presser outside the courthouse. And he said, quote, it was a great victory. And it was a long time coming. He said he's a changed man and, quote, above all, I'm sorry for the pain in this process and my actions have caused my family, my friends, and the people of Missouri. Now, it's not over for the governor yet. He's also facing another felony charge for allegedly disclosing a donor list from, uh, you know, the vera- veterans charity he-, he founded for use in his political campaign. And he's rejected calls from both parties to resign still and... A special legislative session will convene on Friday to consider whether to impeach him or not. And and all along, this is the thing that a lot of, you know, talking heads when they come to talk about politics have said, this is what's going to get him. It's it's the donor list. The donor stuff, yeah. That is is the, the, the main story here. It's like, holy crap that you released all this stuff about the donor list. And that's that shows how big of a deal this could be because as soon as this was shut down, it's like, let's put the focus here now. Well, it's a, he didn't release the donor list. It's it's illegal to use or a d- donor disclo- list. Disclosing the donor list. It's illegal to use a donor list for fundraising right. purposes. And speaking of governors, uh, the governor of Illinois, you know his name? Bruce, Paul Simon. Bruce Rauner. Bruce Rauner. Should I have known that? I don't know. I mean, you live here. Yeah, I live here. I mean, it's a bi-state thing. Yeah. Uh, He wants to uh, reinstate the death penalty. And he added the provision yesterday into a gun legislation bill. And the bill will now have to go back to the legislature for approval. Now, he wants to reinstate the death penalty for mass killers and anyone who kills a law enforcement officer. 
The last execution was back in 1999, and that's before Governor George Ryan issued a moratorium and Governor Pat Quinn abolished the death penalty back in 2011. Hey, remember back on uh, May the 8th, a uh, fight broke out at a, a track meet at uh, East St. Louis High School? Yep. And there, the video all over the place. At least 20 or more athletes were involved in this fight at the Boys Southwestern Conference Championship meet. And after that, the district decided to cancel the remainder of the season. Of course, some family members of the athletes said it was unfair to punish the entire team, including those who weren't involved. And last Friday, students walked out of class trying to uh, pressure officials to reverse the district's decision. Well, guys, yesterday morning, the district's school board voted to save the season. Yay! But then the decision was overruled by the state board, so season canceled. Boy. I do feel bad for the kids not involved. Yeah. Because they won't be able to go to state finals. And a lot of colleges, like a lot of these seniors, count on the state championships for scholarships. Yeah, oh, yeah, so these dummies that started fighting could screw people over a college education. Oh, that, they did screw yeah. people. Yeah, they did. Yeah, like I saw that one one of the athletes was like, depending on how I finished in state, that was depending on how much money I could get for a scholarship. The fact that I'm not going means I get no money, which then in turn means I'm not going to the school I want to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. And if I were these athletes getting screwed over... I'd be super pissed at the people who started fighting during that uh, track meet. Super pissed. Because they're the ones that ruined it for you. Right. And I think the school board and the state said, we cannot take a chance of another fight breaking out and putting in harm's way other athletes and spectators. We're not going to risk it. So, season canceled. Man, sucks. Uh, yesterday afternoon, a guy was robbed in the parking lot of the Dunkin' Donuts on Manchester in Rock Hill. I've been in that Dunkin' Donuts uh, a bunch of times. That's a pretty safe area. And the robber then took off in a red Chevy Impala, and the victim followed. And in the area of Old Warson Road and Courtright and Ledoux, the robber sideswiped a Ledoux school district bus. And then the victim hit the robber's car. Two kids were on the bus. They're all right. The robber managed to still get away. He's described as a white guy in his mid to early 20s. Facial hair in his car has front end damage and no front license plate. Hey, no doubt uh, air pollution in the area has improved over the last couple of years. But... It's still not great compared to the rest of the country. And you can look this stuff up. If you want to go to the American Lung Association's website, they break down all the numbers. But according to last month's State of the Air report by the American Lung Association, the city of St. Louis got a C for ozone pollution. And it's even worse west of the city. St. Louis County and St. Charles County both got Fs. Good stuff. 
I bet Eureka's on that list. That's the worst. Well, they're considered St. Louis County, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know if it's because of this or something else, but there's over the last couple of years, there's a citywide water filter now, and I have one in my house, and it's still undrinkable. Well, that's the water. This yeah. is air. Oh, I think you said water. Sorry. No, this is air pollution. Okay, never mind. I heard you say Amer- uh, Missouri American water. No, that's Sorry. the next story. Gotcha. No, I'm talking about the American Lung Association. Oh, I'm one story ahead of you. Sorry, buddy. You're ahead of me. Sorry. We'll get to that. All we'll right. get to your water in a second. <laughs> no, ozone pollution. And again, you could look. You If you go to the American Lung Association website, you can look up all the stats. They got stats and graphs mm-hmm. and charts and all that stuff, whatever you need. But the city, a C. The county in St. Charles County, Fs. I mean, you could tell when it's summertime, it's a thousand degrees out and yeah. it's, and it's thick. Like when you, when you go outside and you go, Ooh, it's thick out here. Yeah. You want to, oh, you want to chew your air worst. before you inhale it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if that plays into it. If that's an ozone thing or what. The humidity is, is what's truly the worst. Like, cause if you think about it at, at Hollywood casino amphitheater on Saturday, it was probably close to 95, but it didn't feel terrible because it wasn't humid. You give a day where it's 89 and humid, and it's miserable. Absolutely miserable. Mm. Yeah, the kind of you go outside, immediately your forehead's sweating. Oh. Uh, when you could describe outside as thick. Oh. And we all just went there right now. Yeah. We all just went there. It's late July. It's August. It's 98 degrees outside with a heat index of 115. And even a swimming pool won't help. Mm-hmm. A swimming pool. Now, if your water has been uh, smelling funky lately, Missouri American Water says that the heat is to blame. And they said that the rapid increase in temperatures may be giving the water a musty or earthy smell. And they say they will be monitoring their system to make sure the quality meets safety standards. But if you want to improve the taste of your water, they say uh, refrigerate it or uh, just use some ice. Have you uh, have you noticed? Mm. Hey. The musty smell? Yeah. I don't know. My wife and my house put this whole system in. Oh, the water? Reverse water osmosis with mm. the something filter and the he's thing. Got, he's got... Uh, uh, with the goes through the pipes and the... I don't know. Hawaiian punch that comes out of his... Uh, it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's Mountain Dew Code Red. We have a system, too. It's called We Buy Bottled Water. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, before we hit the break, I want to tell you about American Airlines and their new uh, support animal policy. This, by the way, is all in response to just a crazy big increase in people transporting a service or support animal on board their planes. And I'm talking about more than a 40% increase in people doing this. From 2016 to 2017, in just one year, a 40% increase. And listen, some people like veterans and people with actual disabilities legit need these animals with them. And then there are the a-holes who just take advantage. And you know who you are. Mm -hmm. And we all know those people. You don't really need the animal. I'll just give you some of the highlights here. And the rules take effect on July 1st. Some of the changes include more restrictions on uh, animal types, including sugar gliders and snakes. No ferrets, goats, and hedgehogs. 
allowed. Now, for them to even put no goats, that means somebody had to have <laughs> right. had to have brought a goat onto a oh, plane. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know they were making this list. Oh, remember the goat lady, the other person with the goat, put goat on there. That means somebody brought their support snake on. That means somebody brought their support hedgehog onto a plane. No, uh, non-household birds are not allowed. Wait a minute. So that means uh, you know, Polly the parakeet can come on with me. It's non-household birds. So I'm talking um, like pigeons. No farm poultry. No waterfowl. No game birds, and no birds of prey. So you cannot bring your eagle or hawk. On. <laughs> I was going to say, I got my support vulture with me. You cannot um, bring your support hawk on the on the play with you. If you have to have your bird hang on your arm, which is which has got a leather glove on it, or you have to put a blindfold over the bird, you and, cannot bring on bring it on an American Airlines flight. And if it's a bird, can it just fly to where you're going? All right, meet me in Chicago. No, Jeff. No, no. Uh, animals must uh, be able to fit at the customer's feet, under the seat, or in their lap. Under the seat? Why do I just picture somebody trying to shove a dog under the seat? <laughs> stay there! Scruffy, stay there! Emotional support and service animals cannot protrude into or block aisles, occupy a seat, or eat from tray tables. And pff, thank God they put that thing in there. So I'm on the plane after somebody with their service goat... No, no, no. Is in my aisle who's eaten from the tray. And that's where I put my uh, my Bloody Mary and my, my iPad <laughs> watching the movie. And a goat's just eaten there. Uh, trained service animals are specifically trained to perform life functions for people with disabilities like, uh, you know, visual impairment, deafness, seizures, mobility impairments, to travel with an emotional support, and psychiatric service animal in the cabin, you have to contact the special assistance desk at American Airlines with all required documentation at least two days before your flight. And by the way, American Airlines will be contacting your mental health professional. That last line is pretty huge, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we're calling. So stop taking advantage. You're ruining it for everybody who needs who needs this stuff legit. That's what it is. People legit need these things. Don't screw it up for them. Oh, people have. Yeah, the fact that we have to talk about you can't bring, you know. Your support goat. Yeah, you can't bring a hawk onto a plane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't see elephant on the list. <laughs> Can you fit it under the seat? <laughs> uh, your support hedgehog. Come on. Guys, like Timmy to, the Toucan is, is, it comes with me everywhere. But I like to pet it. It calms me down. <laughs> People are nuts. Maybe they bank you know, That's why they need the animals. There you go. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. King Scott's in there taking your phone calls. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. You know, uh, the first lady, Melania Trump, underwent kidney surgery yesterday. This was kind of out of the blue. Hey, it was nothing serious. But uh, she is expected to be there for the rest of the week in the hospital. 
And her spokesperson says, quote, this morning, First Lady Melania Trump underwent an embolization process to treat a benign kidney condition. And the procedure was successful and there were no complications. And President Trump wasn't there for the surgery, but uh, around five o'clock yesterday, he tweeted, quote, heading over to Walter Reed Medical Center to see our great First Lady Melania. Successful procedure. She's in good spirits. Thank you all for the well wishes. They said she was going to be there for a week, and she was like, can we make it two weeks? Do you mind? <laughs> you know, you could find an, uh, an infinite number of pictures online of people with misspelled tattoos. But this might be the first time where somebody's handled their misspelled tattoo like this. So there's a 30-year-old woman from Sweden. Her name is Joanna. And she just shared her story about the tattoo she got a couple years ago of her kids' names, Nova and Kevin. But when she got home, she realized there was a big problem. The tattoo artist had accidentally written Kelvin instead of Kevin. So instead of K-E-V-I-N, she got K-E-L-V-I-N. And she went to a tattoo removal clinic. But when she found out how long and painful the process was, she decided to go into a different direction. She and her husband decided to legally change Kevin's name to Kelvin to match the tattoo. You got to be kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to solve it, I guess. And here's how Joanna rationalized it. Quote, I'd never heard the name Kelvin before, so when I thought more about it, I realized no one else had this name. It became unique. Now we think it's better than Kevin. I mean, there's the uh, the Kelvin yeah, scale Not, not for a big fan of science, huh? She also went to the wrong tattoo removal place. Yeah, I also, thought that same thing. Old mode. technology, there, lady. Also, you would think most. I mean, I've never had a tattoo done that where where the guy or girl doesn't go. Is this right? Yeah, everything yeah, look good here. On? Yeah. Yeah. Any misspellings? And uh, Kevin slash Kelvin wasn't old enough to know the difference. So as far as far as he knows, he's always been Kelvin. That was going to be my next question was how old was the kid? Young kid. Yeah. I think it's okay. Not not knowing really his name. I mean, it is clear as day. Yeah, like, I saw the There the is a swoopy too. L there. Yeah. Yeah, usually with a tattoo like that, they put the stencil on. They go, okay, how does this look? Everything yeah. spell all right? Okay. But well, we got a uh, mom of the year candidate here. Late Saturday night, the mom, Kristen Scott, was uh, involved in a car accident. And there was significant damage to her ride. And she tried driving off, but nope. Car's not working. So she hopped out. And I guess she wasn't that far from home. She started pushing her car. With the help of her two kids. Great stuff. And by the time the cops got to the scene, both kids had walked home. Kristen followed as police were taking witness statements. So she did make it home. And then investigators came to the door. She refused to answer. A couple minutes later, she walked out of the house to make a call and was promptly put in cuffs. She was so drunk, she refused to leave, but then was like, I got to make a phone call and step outside. I got a cell signal on you. I'm going to step outside. Her arrest report noted that uh, she resisted officers and then tested poorly on the field sobriety test. So she's been charged with DUI, child abuse and neglect, 
resisting official detention and leaving the scene of an accident involving injury. Good stuff, Mom. You know, doing activities outside of school hours can make kids well-rounded as long as you don't overdo it. And, man, I've seen parents, and I see parents all the time with this. Their kids got something every single night. Yeah, the thing that I hate is the, and I'm not accusing anybody of this, but I've seen it, so maybe I am accusing, of parents living vicariously through their children when it comes to sports. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of that. I've seen a lot of you that. Know, four or five nights a week, and, and eventually the kid gets burned out. Oh, you know, little Timmy's got, uh, you know, tennis practice at 4 to 5 o'clock, and then by 5.30, we need to go to uh, to the soccer field because he's got soccer, and then, uh, you know, we'll end with hockey practice at 7 o'clock. Yeah. And that's five, six days a week. And what, what I've seen, in my opinion, or in my life, that's been worse than that is just just one sport, but it's almost every day of the week. You know, and this kid could be amazing at this sport. But after four or five days a week for months at a time, they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I got I got a buddy that's in a uh, like a, a blended family. So he's got two. She's got two different spouses down there together. Mm-hmm. And, dude, there are times where she has to go to Illinois for his indoor baseball and her indoor soccer. And he's got to go to Wentzville for his her swimming and his karate. And it's like there's there's times on Saturdays where they are on opposite sides well, of the state. I, I understand with two kids, you know, one kid's got one activity they do. The other, listen, activities are are good, but downtime is also good for kids, where they get to make their own schedule and do their own things and make their own decisions, instead of being in a car constantly shuffled from here to there. Mm-hmm. And this this research research proved this. Now for a study. Researchers interviewed almost 50 families from 12 different elementary schools, and they found that 88% of kids took part in organized activities four to five days a week, and 58% did more more than one in an evening. And they found that extracurricular activities were dominating family life, especially for families with more than one kid. I feel like we're that way. Sure can be pretty easy. I mean, it's easy to get in, and it's easy. To, like tonight, you know, I've got music class. But we're talking about your kids now. Well, that's why I started to doing the guitar lessons. Because my daughter was taking a music class. And I'm like, while I'm here, yeah, I might as well do something. Yeah. I think that's how Stevie Ray Vaughan started. <laughs> that's what I hear. Yeah. I, think that, uh, I think that having two days a week, with something is fine, and then you know you have your weekend stuff. But once you go get to that like three, four days a week where you're never at home. Oh man, we got uh, you know horseback riding, and we got music class, and we got gymnastics, and we got hockey. I mean, come on, like that's that's I don't you that's don't, crazy. Don't you it's think crazy. that's too much? Like, don't of you course I do. Then then why are you doing it? Well, one thing's one. I already paid for one session. You got to go a certain amount of weeks, and that's winding down, and never again. <laughs> Things overlap. I already paid for one thing. And I get it. I, I'm all for letting the kids do a million different things and let them choose which one they really want to focus on. But it's tough when it's all at once. It's tough. Back in the day, back in my day when it was black and white, you know, it would be summertime is just baseball. 
You know, yeah, soccer had a certain season. Football had a certain season for those who played it. You My know? son's like, oh, I think I want to take karate again. No, that's not happening. You already play hockey. That's it. That's all you're doing. Yeah. That's it. Hockey already takes up so much time. So that's, I mean, you're, you're going to, you're limiting him that, to that. You're going to not let him do hockey and karate. If he wants to do hockey, then he can't do karate. Because I remember, like, when I was a kid, I did karate and I did soccer. And then I did karate and I did I baseball. Have, you know how much of a commitment hockey is? Especially during, like, fall and winter. It's like three or four days a week. Plus throw in karate? Get the hell out of here. That's, I mean, that's how that's how karate was. Not in this house! Baseball was Monday, Wednesday. Karate was Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday. Saturday morning was either it's karate or baseball. shuttling around kids. Mm-hmm. It's all it, and then you could throw the girl into it. She wants to take gymnastics and the horseback riding and... What? That's eight days a week. There's only seven. That's why you told her you told her to marry Rich and you don't have to worry about that stuff, right? That's the plan. That's the plan. Just wait till your kids start starting to do stuff. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I I love that type of stuff. To be constantly on the road going through here. I like that stuff. To be constantly shuttling your kids around. It's good in theory. In theory, I listen, I enjoy going to the hockey games and I, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy taking the kids places, but there also needs to be family time and time where we're not in the car going from here to there. That's what I was going to say was watch the amount of time that you're actually in the car compared to when they're actually doing those activities. That's, that's the, the catch. And you know what I don't like? It's when the kids come home and they go, I want to ride my bike up and down the street with the other neighbor kids. And you go, now you got to get in the car. And we got to be at uh, gymnastics by five o'clock. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, why the hell am I paying for it? Yeah. Put your bike away and let's go get in the car for 45 minutes so you can go play yeah. some sport. Yeah. See, I think, I mean, I, I'll probably limit it to two things a week. I mean, that's how I was when I grew up. And, you know, it, it was, it was, I was told that, like, if I wanted to do this, I could not do that. So I had to make a decision. What do you want to do? This or that? You can't, you can't say unless you're there. And unless you're in the situation. And Moon, you know this, man. You got 8,000 kids. We got eight thousand different activities. Yeah, it's a feat every week putting the schedule together. Yeah. Where you go, man? I haven't sat down today. And the and the lead author of this study comments, and 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 this is so true. Parents initiate and facilitate their children's participation in organized activities, as it shows they are quote unquote good parents. They hope that such activities will benefit their children in both the short term and longer term. However, our research highlights that the reality can be somewhat different. While children might experience some of these benefits, a busy organized activity schedule can put considerate, uh, considerable strain on parents' resources and families' relationships, as well as potentially harm children's development and well-being. You know, you kind of touched upon one of the things that I was thinking about that I saw when my kids were going through that, and they're past it now, is that the competition between parents of how many sports their kid is playing, what level they're at, it's, oh, yeah. if it's a select team or not, right? The amount of stickers that you put back on the back of your damn minivan that says that here's your kid's number and the select team that they're on and the amount of sports they play. What they're saying here is parents, some parents think that if my kid plays 50,000 sports, and every single moment of their life is scheduled out, that means they're a good parent. Right. Where if their kid has some downtime and hell, he's in the basement playing Fortnite or 
out in the backyard running around, running through the woods, riding their bike. Oh, they got free time. That must mean I'm a bad parent. That's the mentality of some people. Oh, well, if they're not on the soccer field, they might be on the street corner with somebody, you know, doing something wrong. Okay, well, when they get in that situation, give them the skills to figure it out. If they're on the soccer field all the time or the baseball field or whatever, it's not real life all the time. My wife's got this thing in her head. So school ends, what, next Thursday. School's out. Like this is their last full week this week, and then next week it's they're out Thursday. And then summer break. And my wife's like, well, and they got, you know, three weeks planned out for camp. I'm like, what does it matter? Let them be free. Every second doesn't have to be scheduled out. It's okay if they're home, just hanging out. It's stress on them and it's stress on the parents carting these kids around. I see some of these exhausted parents at uh, at some of these hockey practices. Well, we you know we just come from uh, you know soccer. There's indoor soccer practice. We had to go right from there to basketball, and we find that you know we're a little late. And you got the kid running in with all his equipment. Yeah, Timmy was just changing from his soccer uniform to his hockey stuff in the car on the way here. Yeah. And we, you know, stopped off at, uh, you know, Lion's Choice to grab something real quick. He ate in the car. And uh, here we are. A little late. And the kid's huffing and puffing. And you can see he's burnt out and miserable. And it looks like the parent wants to kill himself, too. <laughs> when was the last time you saw your wife? Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, soccer season. Yeah. Haven't seen her in three months. Hmm. But I digress. And that's your news brought to you by Potbelly Feed Your Smile with four St. Louis area locations. And before we uh, before we hit sports here, if you're someone who loves throwing your money at sports, beyond the cost of tickets and food and beer and merchandise and stuff like, you know, the NFL Sunday ticket, good news. Your state can now legalize sports gambling. And that includes here in Missouri, because there was a federal law preventing states from legalizing sports gambling. But yesterday, the Supreme Court struck it down. And it was a uh, six to three decision with uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, the sexiest one, <laughs> and uh, Sonia Sotomayor voting against, and Justice Stephen Breyer agreeing with them in part, which I, I had no idea that was a thing. But uh, he dissented on one issue, but otherwise agreed with the court's ruling. The dissenters thought the law could be amended or pared down without being entirely repealed. And it remains to be seen what kind of effect this is going to have. One recent study showed that 32 states would be interested in legalizing sports gambling to some degree if the federal law was struck down. That doesn't mean that now there's going to be sports books in all the casinos around town. That means the state could make that decision. Hmm. So you're saying not there's not going to pop up everywhere. Now it's a local decision is what you're saying. Now it's a state decision from from what I gather. It's not like, oh, my God, it's now legal. It's, right. it's now the decision of the state. That's, that's what I, when I first saw the headline yesterday, I'm like, and I even mentioned it on the air. I was like, it is now legal to bet on sports. No. no. And that is not the case. That it is now up to states. It's up to st- the state to, to make their own decision. If I'm if I'm interpreting that decision correctly, all right. Here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right. Here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shots Bar and Grill, eleven area uh, eleven area locations. 
all the games all the time. The Cardinals are in Minnesota tonight for a quick two-game series with the Twins. Jack Flaherty gets the start and first pitch is scheduled for 7 p.m. And if you're curious as how to Alex Reyes is doing in his rehab starts for single-A Peoria, killing it. Dude struck out 12, tossed right around 100 yesterday, uh, pitched five innings, one hit baseball. He was on his way to being one of the Cardinals' top pitchers when he hurt himself and had to have Tommy John surgery back in 2017. So, dude is on his way to come back. NHL Conference Finals yesterday, Vegas Golden Knights beat the Jets 3-1, tie that series up at a game apiece. And tonight, the Lightning and Capitals have Game 3 of their series at 7. Capitals up two games to none. NBA playoffs yesterday, Conference Finals continue... The uh, Golden State Warriors, they beat the Rockets. Warriors lead that series 1-0, and the Cavs and Celtics have game two of their series. Uh, the Celtics are up 1-0 there. Former NFL player Greg Hardy, not really known for his NFL days. Was he, More, uh, was he a Panther? No, he was a Cowboy. Okay. He was the Cowboy that was arrested for domestic violence, oh, yes. DUIs. Yes, yes. He was the guy that literally was suspended for more than he played. Like, yeah. It was crazy. He had a he had a potential future. Like They thought he was going to be good, yes. but then he got on to all this legal trouble. Well, he's going to fight in a, uh, in, in a show called Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, which is basically, it takes two amateur US, uh, MMA fighters, puts them in the ring, does this tournament, and then the winner gets offered a contract with UFC. So he's fighting he, he, right now. He's one three. One way to make some money just right, hitting people. Yeah, right now he's three and zero in his amateur career. But by all accounts, from everything I've read, he's fought like nobodies, like guys that have records of like two and forty one. You know, like guys that for sure he was going to be on paper. It sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah. who knows? So we'll see uh, what happens there with Greg Hardy. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher Jamison Talion. He is uh, open to trying anything that will heal a cut on his middle finger that is preventing him from pitching. And by when I say anything, I mean anything. And we're talking about urination here, folks. He told the Pittsburgh newspaper up there that he received a suggestion that as a remedy that he should, number one, on his own hand to help heal the cut. And he's thinking about it. What's wow. already just a regular it's cut? It's just a cut on his middle finger. He said, I don't care. I just want the cut to go away by any means possible. And if you think. That's some uh, Neosporin? Yeah, just, maybe a band aid. Maybe a little band aid. Uh, and, and if you think this is the first time that anybody has done something like this, Moises Alou, Jorge Posada, they both didn't wear batting gloves during their career, and they have said that they tried to practice to toughen up their skin by doing that. By urinating on their hands? Yep. Hey, you Burn know what? Okay. Some of these old, uh, old school remedies, I guess they work. Yucky. You know how you uh, treat constipation? Oh, how? You fill up a bathtub and you throw hot dogs in it. Oh, okay. okay. Kosher, I'm assuming. And you, yeah, of course. Yeah. Let's try that. And you sit in the bathtub. It works every time. <laughs> oh, it's, it says here, Riz, Riz, you are correct. Greg Hardy did play for the Panthers a couple years. Oh, okay. But he finished his career with the Cowboys. Uh, a New York man was arrested Friday for sending a threatening email to NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, 27-year-old guy, David Pyan. He was charged with aggravated harassment for the message he sent to the NBA offices in July of 2017. The league's head office is located in New York, and it said, quote, If you don't let me play, I'm going to come up there and kill you with my effing gun. You can't do that. Dude was arrested. He's been served with a temporary restraining order, and he has uh, been told to stay away from David Silver. Finally here, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk. Hasn't even played a snap, Riz. Okay. Drafted in the second round. Two months before the draft, the guy decided that he was going to go to the Waste Management Phoenix Open. The Waste Management Open is one of those 
party golf tournaments. People go to party. There's mm-hmm. drunks. There's just people going crazy. They didn't play like garbage. Hello. Hey. He didn't play. He didn't play. He didn't play. This is a golf tournament he was at. Yes. Okay. This is a football player we're talking about. Uh, he was arrested there because he was charged with disorderly conduct and property damage after him and his buddies were throwing rocks at cars that were driving away and even well, broke some windows. You do there. That's the old rock throwing tournament. So yeah, yeah. stupid. Boy, you know what? We, we were at Hot Shots the other day. They had on ESPN a, a, a cornhole tournament. I think I'm going to watch. I th- when they're on, I think I may watch. You're going to watch cornhole fas- tournaments? Fascinated. What? Why? What, like, what fascinated you about it? I don't know. It's just I think I could sit on my couch, eat chips, and watch people throw bags into a hole. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to be in on this, on this sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirk was the 47th overall pick in the 2018 draft. He went to Texas A&M. Uh, before the draft, Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes said he wants players that he draft, drafts to have the right character. Well, I guess throwing at cars is the right character if you want to be an Arizona Cardinal. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show. Headline. Whoosh. Brought to you by Mort's Royce Jewelry. Check them out online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's go to uh, Lakeland, Florida. And I guess this counts as uh, Mother's Day bonding. Uh, getting hammered drunk and ganging up on dad. Yes, it does. That's it. 27-year-old guy named Seth Bryant was uh, with his 54-year-old mom, Judy, on Sunday for Mother's Day, and they were drinking. But eventually, I guess Seth was uh, hammered, and Seth's dad tried to cut him off, and that made Seth mad. So imagine what Seth did here. He put his fist in his dad's face and shoved him with it. So picture that. You put your fist in somebody's face. You don't punch them, but then you just shove them with with the fist yep. in the face. So dad calls the cops. When they got there, Judy was so upset that her son was being arrested that she shoved her husband too. And then she said, quote, How's this for domestic violence? So she was arrested too. <laughs> and I'm sure the husband, as she's being put in the car, goes, I love you, baby. I'll bail you out. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. They're both facing battery charges. So you go from Lakeland, Florida. Seth Bryant, Judy Bryant. Today's headline hooge. Boy, if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, I started watching uh, Evil Genius. It's almost got this making a murderer kind of vibe to it. Or it's a true story. You guys remember the pizza bomber from back in, I think, 03. So a guy walks into a bank in Erie, Pennsylvania, and he's got a bomb around his neck. And he robs the bank. The cops catch him. He's got the scavenger hunt he's got to do to have the bomb defused or get the, the key to unlock the bomb from around his neck. So he robs the bank. The cops catch him. And there's a, a famous you know video of the guy sitting in the middle of the street with the oh, cops surrounding that him. I remember. And he's sitting on the street and the bomb goes off and kills him. So this uh, evil genius is that story. And I'm just uh, almost done with the first episode, but it's fascinating. So far, so good. I, I was just looking it up to get the backstory on it and it took me to Rotten Tomatoes, 88% from the audience. Yeah, it's good. Also, there's a, a new Business Wars on the podcast out now. First episode of the uh, the new 
the new thing on Business Wars dropped today. It's a Nintendo versus PlayStation. Oh, no way. That's great. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. And we'll be talking about Business Wars. You know, it was the mm-hmm. Blockbuster versus Netflix. It was... Uh, Nike versus Adidas. Nike versus Adidas. So this is Nintendo versus PlayStation. That just started today. All right, here's Crap on Celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. We had a death in Hollywood, actually in Montana on Sunday. Margot Kidder passed away. Uh, no word on... Huh? Margot Kidder? That was uh, Lois Lane in the original Superman movies. I have no idea who that is. She was, from what I understand, the uh, Lois Lane in the original Superman movie. Yes, Jeff. Uh... One of the, one of the more famous lines from the movie is when I guess when she's fallen and Superman yeah. comes over and catches her. God, look up there! What the hell is that? Superman. Easy, Miss. I've got you. You, you've got me. Who's got you? Sixty-nine years old. She had, she had a lot of trouble. She didn't had she? some mental issues. Yeah, she did. You're talking about when she was struggling and she was uh, what? She was found wandering around L.A. I think like naked or something, yeah, right? They, they found her in some bushes. And you know what? This was shortly after a, a, a pretty pretty decently serious car accident. She ended up uh, bankrupt. This was in 1990. Imagine that long yeah. ago. So I wonder if she got concussed and things went downhill from there. I don't know. She had she had her issues. But uh, after Superman, did she really do much? Not a whole heck of a lot. Uh, but she does, talking about the, the the time when she was walking around, she said, quote, I was like one of those ladies you see talking to the space aliens on the street corner in New York City. She was able to keep working. Eve, uh, she even won an Emmy for a guest appearance on a ch- children's show called R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, 2015. She was also in Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween 2 in 2009. So, uh, But just like... A week ago, less than a week ago, she was on some radio program and she was talking about how she was sick. Yeah, I, I'm in bed with flu oh. in Livingston, Montana, puking about every hour and a half. Uh, it's not fun. Sounds like a great interview. Puking yeah. every hour and a half. So yeah. don't, again, cause of death hasn't been released yet, so don't know if it has anything to do with that. But a 69-year-old with the flu. Does know. she look familiar to you at all? Nope. Did you see the You're original kidding. Superman movies? Maybe. I was super yeah. young. Yeah, I was going to say 78 and through 87 is when those movies were yeah, coming those out. Are my, so. I mean, I, Superman 2, still one of my faves. If, I, if I'm flipping jam. through, if I'm flipping through and that pops on the TV, I'm not stopping. Mm. She was the person that after Christopher Reeve had his accident on the horse and then became uh, obviously a quadriplegic, quadriplegic, yeah. uh, said that he was actually, she told him, hey, you're in a better place now than you were before. And at first he was like, how the hell can that be? And she basically explained it away by saying you were always doing way too much mentally and physically, and now you can just relax. Just wow. take a my, seat. My words, not wow. hers, but you just know what I mean? Seat, yeah, Chris. Just, you're, you're cool. Ooh, just hang wow. out. Unfortunate choice of words there. Yeah. John Cena was on the uh, Today Show yesterday with Hoda and uh, Kathy Lee. Jealous about that. And if you if you remember, he proposed to uh, Nikki Bella. I guess it was in the middle of a ring. And they were engaged. And then she cut it off. And he still really, really, really wants her back big time. It's been incredibly reflective, which is amazing. But it's very difficult. I had my heart broken out of nowhere. Or for me, it was out of nowhere. But... Um, I still love Nicole. I still would love to marry Nicole. I still would love to have a family with Nicole. 
I am in my house alone, surrounded by these emotionally strong memories. And every day from six to nine, I get out of the house and talk to strangers as social interaction. It's called living your life. You have to keep doing that. I don't want Shut anybody up, else. I love Nicole and I'm really trying to support her in, in her trying to find whatever it is that she wants that made this fall apart in the first place. But uh, I don't have any other hopes other than maybe one day that we can work it out. By the way, that was Hoda on the keys. <laughs> Like, what can the woman not do? <laughs> so he's basically on national TV pleading his case, saying that he's very, very sad. He wants her back. And this isn't what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And Nikki, will you please, please, please come back? Come to me. My heart is broken. Nikki, not so much. Ah! That was her. All right, next story. <laughs> it's a work. What is that? That's a storyline? Mm-hmm. You think so? Well, yep. here's uh, Nikki Bella responding. Wow. Well, I'm speechless. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't think cold feet and all of that type of stuff existed, but it exists. I have hope, and I think it's just, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I kind of lost me, and I want to find me and work on me, and I just want John and I both to live, you know, happily ever after, whether it's together or separate, and I just don't want us to go like down the road in life and have regrets of like, you know, I did this for you or you did this for me. And the day I say my vows, I want to say them once and I want to fully mean them. And so that's what made me hesitant. Well, what's wrong with that? You think that's a, a fake thing? If they're, if she's not 100% invested in doing this, then it's best they not do it. Well, I think it's a work. You think so, huh? You yeah. think it's part of a WWE storyline? Yep. It's going to tie into their show on E! called Total Diva or Total Bella or whatever the hell it's called. It's going to tie into that. You're going to see the breakup. It's going to be huge news. CE cameras there live on the scene when John and Nikki split up. And then come WrestleMania next year, he's going to get in the ring and he's going to go, if I beat The Undertaker, you got to come back to me. And she's going to go, okay, I'll do it. Is she still on the uh, WWE? Yeah, they both are. Well, I know, I know uh, he is. No, I was talking about both the sisters. They don't, they don't wrestle as much anymore. But they're both employed. What does by she the look like? They're twins, and they're yeah. hotter than hell. Do they wrestle battle? each other? One, one is, one is super skinny and super fit, and the other one you, is well, decently picture. skinny and has huge giant boobies. Let I heard something about them wrestling each other. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's uh, the uh, SummerSlam tickle match. <laughs> Oh, which one is she? Which one is Nikki? That's Bella? Nikki. That's Bree. Oh wow, they're both. So he well, went. He went for the one with the big boobs. Well, the other one was already taken. Daniel Bryan's married to her. Oh. Oh. Speaking but of, but, uh, I'm, but I'm telling you, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm telling you, yeah, you're I have confident. A, oh, I, I am confident. I and 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 I, listen, I could be wrong, of course, but I truly think that the way that it's all been built up, okay. It's, it's all been on TV the whole time. She, you know, he made her sign some sort of contract before she moved into his house because he's got all this money. Oh, and this yeah, I remember that. And then all of a sudden, they were like, oh, my God, it's so great. And then, boom, break up. The cameras were there. Don't miss it. This fall on E! And, like, the cameras were there and everything. So, I, I'm it's telling you. It's nothing real. It's nothing real anymore. 
Talked yesterday about Meghan Markle's uh, uh, father, Tom, Thomas, not going to be in London to walk his daughter down the aisle when uh, she marries Prince Harry this weekend. Two reasons, actually, he's not going to be doing that. First of all, he had a heart attack about a week ago. He's still dealing with that. Uh, But he was actually still going to be planning on going to the wedding until it was revealed, as we talked yesterday, that he was staging those paparazzi photos of himself. Uh, They weren't anything scandalous, as we talked yesterday. They showed him uh, getting fitted for a wedding outfit, looking at pictures of his his daughter and Harry online, uh, all that kind of stuff. But it made him look like he was cashing in on his daughter's new royalty. He says that is not the case. He says the paparazzi had been posting bad pictures of him, so he wanted to do some of the good. Yeah, sure. But he's since been experiencing more chest pains, and he may check himself back into the hospital. And, you know, here comes the royal spokesperson saying, deeply personal. We wish him all the best. And then above and beyond, I'm wondering if the royals are already concerned about the family because there is several tangential family members, if you will, that didn't get invites that are heading over there anyway to do reports for various tabloid uh, TV outlets. I think like a half-brother or something like that. Yeah, and you should have seen the photo of them at the airport. It just looked like here comes the Hoosier side of the family. Yep. Here they come. You know they're on their free trip and they're going to have some TV time. she was on, um, what's the Howie Mandel Howie Mandel show, the game show. Oh, deal? with the deal or no deal? Yeah, she deal was a, no deal. She was yeah. a case girl. Sure was a girl that held one of the cases. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Howie Mandel talking about her? Yeah, he said he didn't remember. He said he don't remember. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure that one, there was a lot of girls that kind of. Oh, there's some. One. There's some super famous ones, like ones that like. That one's going to be a princess. Yeah. She was talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg earlier. She started she out as a case girl, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, case number right. seventeen, I believe. Uh, Fox announced their schedule for the upcoming TV season. This happened uh, yesterday afternoon. Four new shows going to be featured, two dramas, two comedies. Uh, Those don't include uh, include two things that they uh, acquired. One, Last Man Standing, we talked yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's official. And also Thursday Night Football. They picked it up over there on Fox and uh, took it from, I guess it was CBS. Is that right? Yeah. Did you hear who the announced team is? Yeah, sure did. Go right ahead. Yesterday. Go ahead. It's Al Roboski and Mike Shannon. It is not. Is so, but there is there is the St. Louis connection. Yeah, it's Buck and Aikman. So you get double dose of Buck and Aikman. I can't get enough of those two. Mm. Are you not a fan of that particular thing? Are you cool with that? I know it's fine. I mean, people love like to hate. Too. People love to hate on both uh, Joe Buck and. How did you and hate Trey? on Joe Buck? Stop it with the hate on Joe Buck. That's like, dude, come That's on. A thing, I mean, man. I know. I listen. Come on. You can't be blind to that, Riz. That there's hate. Are you oh, I know there is. I said, it? stop it with it. Yeah, I mean, like, that is like... For what reason are you hating on Joe Buck? Especially outside of St. Louis, that man is hated. Hated. Not in this room. Of course not in this room. I'm not blind to it. I don't like it. Yeah. Outside of St. Louis? What is Joe Buck done? I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be affecting his career at all. No, but they always say he's a homer. You know, he's a homer for the Cardinals. I always kind of feel like that's the opposite. Yeah, I think he, he tries to out of his way to I was just going to say that. And he's always been very, very open about saying his last name got him in the booth, but his skill kept him there. I think the guy is, is honest about stuff. I think he's a Hey, Joe Buck, I got you. There you go. 11 Thursday games is what they're going to have. It's a five-year deal. 11 games per season. Most interesting new show is a sit, in my opinion, is a sitcom about uh, old people that's set in a retirement home. It's called The Cool Kids. It's going to have Vicki Lawrence, 69 years old. David Allen Greer, who's 61 years old. I would have never guessed that. He's my new guy on the list of every year or so he gets another sitcom thrown at him. Dag? Yeah, 74-year-old Martin Mull and 63-year-old Leslie Jordan. 
So that's what they picked up, and they got rid of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You're smart, Fox. You're real smart. Also, a comedy called Rel, starring uh, Lil Rel Howery from that Get Out. Is, that dude's hysterical. It's about a single dad starting a new life. At You guys remember we talked about this, right? Yes. With, uh, our, uh, with our guest, with Sinbad. Sin, this is the one that Sinbad's going to be. He's going to be playing the dad. Uh, it's a, a wife cheated on him with the barber. Sinbad plays the guy's dad. Uh, after the holidays, they're going to have two dramas, a creepy one called The Passage with Mark uh, Paul Gossler as a federal agent, and a legal drama, of course, you have to have at least one of those a year, called Proven Innocent. And it has renewed Gotham for a fifth season. Going to be the last season for that, though. Going to be focusing more on the transition from Bruce Wayne into Batman. Other shows they are bringing back, 911, Bob's Burgers, Empire, Family Guy, List goes on and on. Uh, let's see. They're switching up the the star on nine one one though. Jennifer Love Hewitt will be the new star of that particular program. If you watch that, what's not coming back? The Exorcist, Last Man on Earth. That's a shame. I like the show. Lucifer, The Mick, New Girl, The X Files, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which obviously was picked up by <laughs> NBC. And here's what's funny. Is that when when uh, Fox said about uh, about the X Files, they had quote no plans to do anything with them at the moment uh, because of Gillian Anderson left the show. Gillian Anderson tweeted and said, "Yeah, because we lost seventy seven percent of our viewership. That's why." Yeah, it just didn't do well. The, fina- cared. the finale got like three and a half million viewers after sixteen point two million uh, when it first came back. Yeah, out, I, so. I saw online that that show just got destroyed. Like even people that were like. Diehard X Files fans were like, "This show sucks." Yeah, yeah. No surprise here. Uh, have you heard this? Uh, this is America from Childish Gambino. Have you heard this song? I watched the video and heard the song for the first time today. Yeah, two different things here. Here's the song. Here's a clip of the song. It's number one on the Hot 100, obviously. But it's all about the video. If you have it's not seen the video. video yet, yeah, it is. It's startling. How about that? It's it's pretty startling. Yeah, it takes a couple violence of. And- takes a couple really big turns well the video got 85.3 million views in its first week right now it's at 115 million views it's also the fifth fastest video to reach 100 million views in youtube's history the ones that got there faster gentlemen by Psy. look what you made me do by uh taylor swift hello from adele and wrecking ball by miley cyrus so he's hanging in some pretty exclusive company there what do you think of the video what do you think? It's a cool looking video. Yeah. Great concept. Video well, video's well cool. I like how you can tell at least, unless I'm being completely fooled, that so much of it is just one talk one take shot stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they cut to a different scene though. Right, but I mean so much stuff going on behind him. It's pretty amazing that they did. And uh, you wanna to listen to a little bit of it? Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. See, I can't listen to the song that video. Yeah. This song really doesn't do much for doesn't me. Doesn't do anything for me now, but if you're watching it, it's cool. But along with the video, it's good. Say, a 12-year-old girl, a Canadian girl named Victoria Anthony launched a social media campaign to get Pink to let her sing at her show this past Wednesday night. And believe it or not, it worked. Unbelievably worked. All right. Here is uh, this, what, a 12-year-old, you said? A 12-year-old girl, yes. Okay, sing with Pink. <laughs> Cool. She got, so Pink got to 
I guess Pink saw what was happening. Yeah, she she did a video on social media. Got picked up by local TV. Sarah McLaughlin tweeted Pink and said, "Hey, you need to check this girl out." And she came nice. down to her seat and st- stood there and just watched her sing. And she, Pink actually started tearing up a little bit because the girl was so good. And awesome. it's obviously a very very emotional song. Uh, finally, Dave Chappelle, John Stewart announced a joint. Seven-day stand-up tour this summer, June 11, 12, 13 at Boston's Wang Theater and a couple other places. Currently no St. Louis date, but I mentioned this just so I could say Wang. Mm-hmm. Also on this date... Real quick, you're talking about that Childish Gambino uh, video? There are videos just breaking down the video or saying like, hey, look at this symbol and this is what this means that have upwards of 10 million views. Look at somebody put that video to Gangnam Style from Psy, and it matches certain parts. That's really funny. Find that online. That's a that's a good watch, too. On this day in 2002, Bowling for Columbine debuted at the Cannes Film Festival. Also did Shrek 2 in 04, and Star Wars episodes, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, debuted in 2005 on this day. All right. Crabby Birthdays, Andy Murray is 31. Jamie Lynn Sigler, that's uh, Meadow from The Sopranos, is 37. Ray Lewis is 43. Where's the suit, Ray? Emmett Smith Still is, can't find it. Emmett Smith is 49. Dan Patrick, 62. George Brett, 65. And today's Burton birthday of the day. When I talk about smoking hot, she's the cream of the crop. Former Secretary of State, Madeline Albright, mm. is 81, deliciously sexy years oh, old. Oh, boy. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Shantae. Today's birthday girl has been on her back more than a guy on the lawn at a concert who overdid it. And she's proven this in 114 fine films, including Creme de la Face Volume 2, Double Airbags, Older and Stacked, Sleaze Please, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Very Milfy. Shantae, 45 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. All right, might I recommend going to 1057thepoint.com slash cans and checking out the cans in question for week number one in our competition. And uh, Moon and I will unveil the new punishment. And uh, I just want to bring up a couple points about Patrico and Jeff's walking punishment. I want to just run something by you guys. See what you think. Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, kids. Uh, welcome back. I'm going to make our uh, real or fake picks here in a second. I'll tell you what the new punishment's going to be. King Scott, come on in. Uh, now he, he's part of it. He is terribly nervous. Why? <laughs> Are you kidding? Why? Well, first, he doesn't know the punishment, and I know that he's... Oh, you didn't tell him? Uh, no, not really. And I know that he's <laughs> and I know that he's uh, losing his mind, thinking it's going to be hair involved, like the bleaching. Hair is not involved. Remember, we all have to be in agreement. You're relieved, on yeah. This. Yes. Oh, no hair. You no thought hair. you thought it could be though, huh? Yeah. The only thing going for me, my hair. <laughs> no, that's not true. And you a mole. Much, you got much more. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, no, we'll, we'll tell you what the punishment here uh, is here in a second. But I want to bring up just one thing about the Patrico and Jeff walking home punishment, which uh, last Friday, you know, the competition ended. It was very dramatic. Yeah. A lot of tension. We thought it was just going to be uh, Jeff at one point, but then somehow Patrico wound up losing as well. And uh, I, I don't, what do you mean somehow? Everybody was eligible to lose. I, I was not last week. Well, yeah, I mean, you could have four points separated the two of you. So sure. You could have tied. Could have, but uh, listen, you two wind up in last place. Punishment walk home from here, which for you, Patrico, would have been nine hours? Nine hours, 52 minutes. Okay. on I talked to a couple people, including uh, two doctors and one guy who signs my paycheck. All of them are worried about you walking nine hours. Me? You. Okay. Like nine hours. That's a, that's a long that's a long walk. I mean, what is it? How many? I don't, miles? I don't think you have to necessarily be worried about me walking nine hours. It's anybody. Anybody. But I mean, anybody is is you and and Jeff right now. And there was concern for you as well. How come? Just because how far again? Anybody walking nine hours straight yeah. in the heat and gotcha. not flat is a concern. Understandable. Obviously. Yes. Agreed. And you have to understand, people are more concerned about you than him. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not an agreeing. You have to understand, yes. I just Jeff, said I agree Jeff with you. That's, that's a, a, that, what do you mean? Jeff ran a agreeing. half marathon, and you know, you're in the, in the middle of uh, losing all this weight. Not as fit as Jeff would be. I would say Jeff is pretty much, as far as running goes, I mean, the one that, if, we're, if, 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 if everybody would look at all of us, hey, who, who's the one that could be okay doing this? It's Jeff. Who'd make it to the end? Is that, is that a fair statement to say? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Also, the fact that both of you lost, and the fact that you'd have to separate, basically, it'd be hard to keep track of you both. So I was thinking, and I got together with the boss and, and the promotions director, Matthew, what if you guys walked somewhere together? Instead of your houses, yeah, it'd still be a marathon walk. But instead of walking to your homes, together you walk from here to the new place, to Hubbard, which is still, that's a four, five-hour walk? Five hours, 11 (laughs) minutes. Okay, it's still a five-hour walk. But you walk together, and then at the end, at Hubbard, which would be at City Place, we do something. We have like a little party. Like we invite people to come down. It's different. Hey, we, we invite everybody to come to your house, Patrico. No, see, I was going to walk to a gas station. I'm not walking to my oh, house. We invite, you know, everybody to come to Jeff's house. See, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> no, of course not. But this way, and we could GPS track you guys. Like, we'll put a GPS on you guys. And so you see Burton about four and a half miles maybe in have like me. Maybe have an interactive map and, like, what your heads. Like, you could log on to the website and see who gets there first. Okay, you just allayed my my first fear was I and this is not a shot at Tony obviously, but I wouldn't have to stay at his pace. You can do right? whatever you want, but at least okay. you'd be walking the same place. Gotcha. And okay. this way we could at least follow you guys. Okay. It's going to be about the same as if we were going in opposite directions. Because but, he's but taken off. At least it's the same same yeah. route. Same at least, route. yeah. Right. So you'd walk from here, Union Station to Hubbard. And we have to do this soon. Right. I'm thinking maybe even next Friday. 
or the Friday after. I mean, before it gets to be Africa hot outside. Right, right. I'm down. So, yeah, so my, my, as you were talking, the only thing, because this is new to me, the only thing that popped into my head was, can I still do my own pace? And as long as I'm of cool with that, then I'm down with the change. That's, of course. That's okay. But at least you'll be on the same route. And we could have uh, an escort, maybe. And it's not going to your houses. Right. If you're cool with it. Other that be and then when, and then hey we'll maybe have you know a little something at the new place yeah like an ambulance <laughs> <laughs> oxygen an IV shoes like do you honestly think in in for your nine hour walk would you be able, be able to make it in one day no it'd be two days be two no days. doubt about it at least this is more a ch- like if you leave something it's, it's going to take me probably seven hours I'm thinking. If you leave here, that's 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 my only concern. Like we start the walk at seven, seven a.m. Like we start the show six a.m. on a Friday. Mm-hmm. You guys hit the road at seven. You'll at least be there before sundown. It'll take me at minimum seven hours, probably more than that. Probably maybe less. Than, maybe less. There's not a chance. Can we? I, get- wa- I walked at a fast pace and was exhausted. And I went one mile in 20 minutes. So it's going to take me at minimum seven to nine hours. Thoughts, Moon? Um, so the whole party thing, I probably won't be there, but I'll see you when I get there. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'll see you when I get there. That's, that's my take. only concern is I will not be at the party. I'm so to, I mean, I think I think this is, you're, you're right. This is a good idea. Uh, I'm starting to think of other things that we can kind of incorporate with, especially since they're on the same path. Uh, now the houses aren't involved. Is that this, the, the, There's we, a bunch of things we could do. We yeah. have to see what's, and I'd like to maybe drive the the route <laughs> to see what's along the way. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple landmarks y'all are going to pass. And I agree with Patrico. I think they should hold hands. Nope. <laughs> I didn't say that. You mean at the very beginning? Sure. Here, let's. Well, see. we have security until we get out of the city. Will you have? Yeah. You're on your own, pal. Ah. I recommend running out of the city. Okay. <laughs> Wear safety glasses. Okay. I recommend running to the city limits. <laughs> With a saber strapped to my back. Hmm. Trying to see what we're on the longest. What's the, yeah, what's the walking route? It looks like well, you it's going to go Lim- through Forest it's Park. Lim- it's, it's, it's essentially Limburgh is what we're on the longest. Wait, what? Limburg? Oh, you're going 40 to Limburg? I'm just going by what the directions say. The walking directions. It's, it says we go through downtown, we take a left onto Olive Street, continue on Lindell. Okay, so you go, you go left, by Forest Park. So take a left nice. and go 3.2 miles. So we're walking literally right in front of Forest Park. Right. Okay. Uh, then you... Then you hit 67 and you go north. Yep. And then we're walking on Hanley for 1.8 miles. Uh, and then we get to Limburg, and we're there for four miles. We're on Limburg for four miles. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then left on Ladue, and then left on Olive. Walk two and a half miles, and there you're there. But there's, pl- there's plenty of landmarks where we can have little stations. Yeah, yeah. I think it's totally doable. People hanging out. A couple, two, three stations along uh-huh. the way. That's right. Get you some water, after some we, encouragement. After we end the show here, we'll meet you along the route somewhere. And again, I will just tell you all in advance so you can prepare yourself. 
if you're sticking around, I'll be at the party very late, and I will not want to talk to any of you. So just <laughs> maybe a heads at up. the end we get our friends from uh, Potbelly to provide some. Yeah, I was just going to say. I think there's a mattress direct on the way uh, uh, up there. You can just take take a little snooze for 20 minutes. That's you know? right. There's got to be a mattress direct a, along the about way. About a couple of IVs from Victory. Yeah, and then you put some plastic down all over the mattress before you lay down on it. So. <laughs> all right, good. It's settled. That's yeah, it sure is. We just got to come up with the date, and I'm thinking next Friday, the Friday after. Before again, before it gets crazy hot and humid. I bet we can. Is it? Will the ten day go that far? That's How far? Was just Speaking of tones. people complaining about the uh, the uh, restaurant uh, uh, punishment having to be served after this, that's okay. But a step has been taken. Uh, we're we're one for uh, for one, our twenty four for your twenty four hours inside a restaurant. Yeah, we're one step uh, closer. To, to, to details being It's become a little more difficult than, uh, than anticipated. But that's okay. With the Waffle House thing. Did you see the 10 day? It's no. still going to be served. What's the 10 day? Next Friday. Sunny and 94. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's do this before it gets too the, hot. The oh, boy. <laughs> Yikes. But it's no, a dry heat. It'll be a dry right. heat. Oh, <laughs> a little yeah. sunscreen. Hey, would, you, would you prefer to do it in a light rain? I'd rather yes. be raining for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to find some Brock umbrellas to get us there without any... I'm trying to think, like, for real. I mean... Like in all reality, if I had to pick a time, it would take it. It's going to take me probably ten hours. I would say double what it would is supposed to take. So, which means I would get there at about five, maybe six. Bring one of those, um, uh, you know, portable battery recharge packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a feeling if you're yeah. if you're iTunes in it, you're going to need some power. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see who's complaining on here. Uh, let's see. What is it? I just saw somebody complaining on Twitter. I think they may have erased it. I said we, we had amended our last, our last couple punishments. We haven't, we, no, we haven't, we haven't amended anything. Last couple punishments have been Waffle House, which we're still trying to figure out. Yes. It's become a big thing because we're dealing with an outside company. Yeah, that's stuff that's not in our control. Yeah, and, nothing, and nothing's that, being amended. The date just hasn't been set. The that's one all. prior to that was the stand-up punishment. Nothing was amended there. Nope. He bleached his hair. Uh, I stayed 52 hours on my 48-hour... Uh, I'm trying to think what was amended. You know, the only thing that was amended with the stand-up one was... Originally, we weren't going to tell anybody when the stand-up was. Oh, but right. I think we made mm-hmm. it a lot better telling everybody so we could fill the place. Right. Man. Still had to go up and do it. Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see the, the latest suggestion on Twitter? The party starts at the theoretical finish time, and everyone shotguns a beer every 15 minutes until Tony shows up. Everybody's going to be well, Yeah, we're all going to be dead. <laughs> all right, let's, let's talk about this new punishment that uh, Moon and I have come up with, and I think this will be a good one. And again, this will be involving everybody. Everybody invited to come down to, I, I think, are we good to say where it is? I believe so. Yes. Okay, Moon, go ahead. Okay, so there's a uh, punishment. That's right. Over in Illinois, Scarlet's is right over there in Illinois. And they have approved of us. I'm sorry, of the loser going on over there and doing two songs on the stage, on the pole. So on the pole, the loser does two songs wow. and strips down to a thong. Yay. Wow. Two We're songs. Going, we, you're willing to get into a thong, huh? 
Again. Not just a speedo, wow. a thong. Wow. That blows my mind. Of, all, of, of everybody in this room, I thought you would be no to that. Wow. We're rolling the dice. So there's an opportunity to see Riz Tush. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or there's an opportunity to see. Everybody's already seen my tush. Anytime I bend over, people see my tush. In a thong? I don't think that's anything exciting. <laughs> I think no. I think I think people I honestly think people would pay money to see you do this. Well, I'd like to see some dollar dollar bills on the stage if it's me. <laughs> and you said this is with listeners there. Oh yeah. I mean Doing it to an empty room is not fun. Oh, not well, just film it. Kind of <laughs> and this is Scarlet's Cabaret right. uh, on the east side. Mm-hmm. Huh. And just, you know, it's a, it's a gentleman's club. It used to just say Scarlet's. Nobody knows what Scarlet's is. Oh, sorry. Scarlet's Cabaret. Yes, Jeff, or no, Jeff? I, what am I going to be, the only person who says no? Yeah, I mean, you could. King Scott's got the hair to do it. Whip that King around. Scott, now that you are a part of the competition, yes or no? I can let my hair fall down in the front and block... You can do whatever you want. Uh, why am I? My stomach feels weird. But uh, yeah, I guess I can say yes on this. You wait till the last week when you're not in the league. Yeah, you or... think your stomach feels weird now. All right, Jeff, uh, we're waiting on you. Sure. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. Lock it in. Patrico, you you down? Uh, I'm not down, but I mean, I'm. I'm are you okay with it? I agree are you with thrilled? The punishment. <laughs> I mean, you can't say, are you down with this? No. Well, I mean, but do I agree with down. the punishment? Yes. Are we locking it in? Yeah. I guess so. Oh, we also get to shave your head while you're doing it. I forgot oh, about that. no. I no. would rather you just shave my head. So, some, somebody in the chat room says, oh, my God. That. Oh, my God. If Tony yeah, loses. I never I once think... said don't pr- don't shave my head. Don't yes, say that. Yeah, you did. Oh, wrong. I never once said don't shave my head. That that was yeah. that, that punishment was out because he said it, no. It, no. And it I was, said no. It was shave the beard. Oh. The beard is I'll different accept story. your apologies. That, that was the punishment. What were you saying, Tone? Go uh, ahead. Patrico's got to throw it on my face. Go ahead. That it's it's nobody. The, the thing is to see Riz in the thong. Go ahead. Is that what you're going to say? Not at all. Why do you beat yourself up like that? Well, I think he I'm was beating, beating you myself. up. I'm beating you up. <laughs> Go ahead. No, somebody said, dear God, if Tony loses. And I was going to say, I think I'm the one, even though we say that I'm never nude, I think I'm the one that's had my shirt off the most in this on this show. Because we don't go up on stage and introduce a band and somebody goes, Riz, take your shirt off. I'm still waiting for the invitation. Wait, take it off now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, locked in. Here we go. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boobs just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I want to grab them. I want to shake them. I want to knock knock. Because boobs. I want to squeeze them. Here we are, week number one in the competition. Before we even make one single pick yes. or anything, God. we need to clarify right now, 
if there are multiple losers, it's not two guys on stage for two songs. It would be one guy on stage, two yeah. songs. One guy on stage, two additional one songs. One of the songs has to be Anagata DeVita. <laughs> I was, okay, there's another thing. <laughs> Who's picking the songs? The winner. I would say the DJ. The win- no, the winner. No, not the winner, because then you're going to go, okay, cool, we're going to do song, so, song two, two, Ro- two Ramon songs. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, song two from Blur would be great. That's only two minutes and 20 seconds or something. Yeah, exactly. That's why we don't want the loser to pick. You mean the winner? How about pick. how about the loser approves of? Or why don't no, no, we just no. give some sort of time constraint? The winner picks the songs. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. yeah. Winner I, picks I, I, the song. It has to be under, under four, four minutes. minutes. Yes, winner picks the song under four minutes. Okay, so no tool songs. Yeah, no, no long Metallica songs. Listen, I think there just needs Which to I be... Which I love to strip to Metallica. You I, know that, I think yeah. we just need to go online. We need to type in most popular stripper songs and then get picked. Oh, the, if, I, if, I, if I am the winner, one's got to be girls, girls, girls. I was going to say, if, if I win and he loses, it's Aiky Breaky Heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. And Real or Fake sponsored by... Patricia's. We're fun. And fantasy meat. All right, so it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points of right, zero points locked out. If you are wrong, regardless of your other picks, welcome King Scott to the competition, officially a member of the race show. Thank you. And officially eligible for the punishment. Okay, so let's begin. Patrico. I'm, I'm just making a, I'm making a note. I'm, not cha- I'm changing a pick, but it's not my okay. lock. Changing I mean, a pick? I mean, yeah, he can change a pick. He can change. Nobody's cast. I, I can't change a pick because I've seen these guys. Okay. All right, I'm done. Enjoy the honesty, guys. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, photo number one, a description, please. Photo number one, uh, this right here, ginormous, ginormous cans, right up in your face. Uh, I'm not quite sure the tightness of whatever top she has on i i really don't know what it is is it a tank top is it a dress i'm not sure she does have you can see a little bit of a bra on underneath but again i don't know the tightness and how much pushing and squishing is happening right mm. here but these things in your face they're big all right i will cast the first pick for this competition and i pick real for photo number one tones i also went real king scott real Jeff Burton. Real. And Moon. Good for her, real. Okay. All right. That's photo number one. Photo number two. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got ourselves some hand bra. Damn right we do. This is a uh, lovely lady who has lifted, up, <laughs> has lifted up her shirt. Uh, this photo wasn't taken yesterday. You could tell because she has a sweatshirt on or some sort of a jacket. It could I be see cold sleeves. inside. I see. Okay. Well, I guess so then, Riz. I guess it could be cold inside. But anyway, she's got uh, the hand bra there uh, and a great photo. Okay. Let's uh, go to uh, King Scott. Photo I, number two. I went real. <gasps> That's going to cost you. Ooh, Leave. Boy. Moon. Good for her, real. Jeff. I'm going real, sir. Hand bra, photo number two. Tony. Real. And I have gone real as well. Okay. And finally. Photo number three. Photo number three. This lovely lady has on a plaid shirt. She has forgotten to put on a bra, and she forgot to button this thing up. These boobs, quite possibly one of the biggest sets of boobs that we've ever seen. They oh, are, are tremendous. Massive. Massive. <laughs> these are, I mean, outstanding, too. All right. 
Photo number three, Moon. Real or fake? Good for her, real. Tony. Real. I've gone real as well for photo number three. Jeff Burton. Oh my God, real. And King Scott. Yeah, those are definitely call me's and real. Okay. All right, nobody's stepping out. That's the pick I changed. That is right there, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Huh. You know, if you would have left him fake, you'd have been the only one that shows fake. Did you, you got know that? Huh? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the all-important lock. Let's, uh, let's get our locks, our most confident picks. Two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you are wrong. And here we go, King Scott, your lock of the week. On the very first pick. All right, lock, photo number one. Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. Real number one. Moon, your lock of the week. I'm with these guys, real one. Okay. Tony, your lock of the week. Real number two. Real number two. Oh, Damn it. boy. <laughs> Good luck there. And I have locked in real number one. Cool. <laughs> this is great. This is a great start, guys. I'll just walk right to Scarlet's. <laughs> Somebody bring me some waffles, too. All right. Patrico is on Lock Island for photo number two, and there you have it. We are underway. And they're off. Hey, King Scout, you know how you like Fridays right now? Enjoy. It's still early. <laughs> it's still early in the competition. I mean, this is this is it. Well, as we've as we've uh, we found out, it's tough to catch up when you get far behind. Yeah. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. And we will have the results on Friday. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Yo, uh, apparently today is a National Chocolate Chip Day. No way, just just the chips, not chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate Chip Day. Which, yeah, don't confuse that with National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. That's, guys, that's August 4th. Duh. Is it really? You knew that? Duh. I got it tattooed on me. (laughs) August 4th. Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. No, this is just National Chocolate Chip Day. Ha! Another Hallmark holiday. Am I right, guys? <laughs> I didn't get you anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you need to learn the subtle, nuanced differences in our country's made-up holidays, guys. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, in honor of today's holiday, some uh, some survey results. Do you like chocolate chips? Yeah. You're not a chocolate guy. Yeah. 2% of Americans say they hate chocolate chips. And another 5% just dislike them. 57% love them. And 36% like them. Love that them. means 93% of Americans are pro chocolate chip, which wow. might be the biggest consensus 
on anything in this country. I'm not pro, nor am I anti. Yeah, you're right in the middle. Dark chocolate, though. Oh, I think dark chocolate sucks. You I like dark chocolate, milk chocolate, though, in chocolate chip cookies. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, in, in the cookies. But if you if you just grab a handful of, of chocolate chips, the, the milk chocolate ones are just too just to, just too much. Just, it's they just almost too taste much. too artificial to me. Yeah, you get the the dark chocolate and you get the the real small ones. The cocoa nibs. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. boy. See, I, I think that's you. why I, I dislike dark chocolate so much is because especially lately, I have to take this like calcium and vitamin D with a weight loss surgery, and mm-hmm. it's in the form of chocolate, dark chocolate. Yeah. Very chalky. It's it's horrendous. Well, I mean, if you get the percentage, you know the the yeah, anything above like. You know, 80% dark chocolate is, you know, you might as well take a handful of chalk and just shove it in your mouth. Yeah, but it's, it's like anything, especially with sweet and taste. Once you, if you just go to straight 80% dark chocolate, you're going to be like, oh, you know, I don't like this. And just stick with it for a I'll while. I like 75%, 72 to 75% dark chocolate. That's good. I'm saying if you stick with it for a while and only do dark chocolate, then all of a sudden you have something milk chocolate and you go, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. Kids toy? I mean, I mean uh, kids food? Our, our five favorite ways to eat chocolate chips are in cookies, in raw cookie dough, yep. straight out of the bag, in ice cream, and in granola bars. That half-baked cookie dough place, which remember they delivered us oh, stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. They opened up a place in the valley, and I took the family there a couple weeks ago. The jam. Really? Hmm. Are they selling stuff in uh, local food marts? Cause I don't know, but that place is right by my house. I saw a tub of, uh, of cookie dough. And all I saw on it was cookie dough. Do not bake. And I think I got the uh, the peanut butter chocolate chip one. Woo, woo, woo. What are the Man. beverages that they offer at that place? Beverages? Yeah, or do they? Milk and water. That's what I was thinking. The only thing I can think is milk to drink. With I don't that. even think you need milk. You don't. No. Well, I, those two and those ingredients that you just said, it sounds good to me. Uh, milk chocolate. Milk chocolate chips are by far. The most popular type. 51% say those are their favorite. 17% like white chocolate the most. 16% like semi-sweet. 15% like dark. And 1% like bittersweet. I'm not a white chocolate fan. I am. That's that's my go-to. But I don't think that technically really is chocolate. Like there's no cocoa in white chocolate. And uh, finally, 6% of people say they eat dark chocolate for their health. And 1% say milk chocolate isn't real chocolate. If there's cocoa in it, it's chocolate. That that counts. But I don't think white chocolate actually has any cocoa in it. It's like butter fats or something. Cocoa butter. says here it consists of cocoa butter, sugar, and milk solids. So so it's just the fats from the cocoa? White chocolate is a chocolate derivative is what it says. But it says no like cocoa. Wow, so it's like Provel. And if, you, and if you want to talk about it, milk chocolate is definitely not, because that has no cocoa. This says that white chocolate does have cocoa. Well, it's cocoa butter. That's what we just said. Sugar yeah, and No milk. chocolate. Yeah. Now, are you, you, as far as snacking goes, Patrico, would you go for more the sweet thing or the savory thing? Savory almost savory all, all the way from the time. Almost all. I mean, 90% of the time. Yes. Savory or sweet? Same. Savory. Yeah, but you have Oreos every night. That's why I go savory <laughs> every other with everything else, probably. I would think. So if you're gonna, if you, I'm like, hey man, I want, I got something to satiate the appetite. You're going savory most of the time. Most of the time, yes. What about you, Moon? Savory. Researchers at the Smell and Taste Foundation in Chicago, and those guys can party. 
<laughs> Smell and Taste Foundation people. Their Christmas party? Forget about wow. it. Wow. They've been doing this uh, ongoing study on how our sense of taste is linked to how we behave. So five taste profiles and what they supposedly say about your personality. Again, this is what the uh, Smell and Taste Foundation people say. If you like spicy food, you're more likely a uh, risk taker. Spicy food fans tend to like new experiences, including things like roller coasters and horror movies. If you like sweet stuff, you're more likely to be uh, easygoing and you try to help other people without expecting to be rewarded for it. If you love sour foods, you're more likely to be critical, even even harsh, when you tell people what you think. You also might have really high standards. If you like bitter things like black coffee, you're more likely to be antisocial, manipulative, and insensitive. You might even be a, 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 a psychopath. And if you love salty stuff, you're more likely to be competitive and get frustrated a little faster than other people. So that's what the smell and taste people say. In uh, other food news, food news. Uh, Papa John's has made a lot of fans by including that little container of garlic sauce whatever you order. Like, that's their thing. Mm-hmm. It, it almost covers up, you know, like a taste of bad pizza if you don't like want something like if, you, if you're ordering with a group and they order something you don't really like you just dip it in the garlic uh, the garlic sauce it's all right because it just tastes like the garlic sauce so this i guess is a game changer yesterday or that was last week papa john's announced they're going to sell uh gallon jugs of their garlic sauce yeah that's unnecessary what? uh they're going to cost 20 bucks each and they go on sale on Friday at some of their stores and online. They may actually be available. Now, look that up. Maybe it's available now. And they'll only be available for a limited time. And just so you know, the one-ounce cups of garlic sauce have about 150 calories and 17 grams of fat. So a gallon of this stuff will set you back more than 19,000 calories and 2,100 grams of fat. But again, that's if you're going to just down the jug. Is it like a garlic butter though? Can could I mean could people use it for cooking? I'm sure. I'm sure you could. I bet you this that'd be delicious. Is, this was last Friday. Oh, so last Friday came out. Yep, twenty bucks each. A gallon jug of the garlic. You, you can only buy it sauce. from their site. Mm. Oh, there you go. We're all out. Sorry. That's it. Up. Oh well. Sorry, we're all out. But you still get twenty five percent off your next regular menu order prize with the code garlic. Forget sauce. I said that. Oh. Think Guys, about remember? the gluttonous world that we live in. Somebody announced just a week ago that they're selling gallon jugs of butter, liquefied butter, and they're sold out. Guys, remember back in the day when Papa John's used to sell those gallon jugs oh, of garlic sauce? Remember that? <laughs> good times. Good, good, good yeah. times good in my time. life. Way for back. Sure. Last week. Uh, Taco Bell has announced uh, plans to bring back the naked chicken chalupa along with a spicier friend, guys. The new Wilder Naked Chicken Chalupa takes the uh, the heat to the next level, and that's according to their press release. Complete with the same crispy fried chicken shell and fillings, the Wilder version is topped off with a bold, smoky wild sauce 
that is bound to warm up taste buds, guys. And both the uh, Naked Chicken Chalupa and the Wilder Naked Chicken Chalupa will be on menus nationwide. Uh, it started last Thursday. And don't forget the antacids, because you're going to need those. Did you try that other one? The Naked Chicken Chalupa? No. I heard it was pretty decent. I like their Naked Egg Taco. That I'm, I'm almost can't get down with. I don't know why. Yeah, it, it's awesome. It it gives me something awesome as a breakfast option, considering I'm trying to avoid carbs a lot. Mm-hmm. So like I can go there, and that's you know it's a taco yeah. without the carbs. Uh, finally, a C level job you are legit qualified for. Entomins. They're looking for a new chief donut officer. Now, granted, it's not a real executive position, but still, I mean, what a title to enter your resume. Mm-hmm. If you get the job, they'll pay you five grand and give you a year's supply of donuts. And you can apply by going to chiefdonutofficer.com and telling them how you'd, quote, help spread the love of Entenmann's Donuts and make them better. Okay. The applications are due by the end of June. As a kid, we used to get the chocolate frosted donuts. Sure. Entenmann's mm-hmm. with the uh, yellow cake filling. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Yeah, the best. <laughs> the best. The best. Oh, just talking about selling the uh, the gallon jugs of the Papa John sauce. Uh, now you could buy at Sam's Club. Uh, they're selling nine-pound tubs of Oreo frosting. Oh. Comes in a giant bucket. <laughs> Please tell me that's not sold out. No, I guess you're supposed to use it to frost like 200 cupcakes, but really, I mean, you should just take it to the couch and just eat it straight up with a big wooden spoon. Yeah. A nine-gallon bucket of Oreo frosting. Man, just take a couple of scoops out and, of course, put it in your face and then just fill it with milk. It's not what you think. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? It's got crushed up cookies in it. It's cookies and cream. Oh, so it's just reversed. Did they reverse the ratio of cookie to cream? Looks like it. So it's the Oreo cream, but it's cookies and cream. So there's crushed up Oreos inside of it. Oh, I think that may be better. I could deal with that. It looks like it's a You're hell of a lot more filling. You're supposed to frost cupcakes with it, but come on. <laughs> You're going to frost your tongue with it is what you're going to do. Yeah. You know how like, they always say, uh, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a ladies thing. Like if they're going through a breakup I'm or really sad, sad like you sit and you, and you grab ice cream. This would, this would be for me and Jeff. Like yeah. If we're super sad and we're sitting on the couch and we're just binging on something, it's going to be Oreo All filling. Right. If you do take down the entire bucket... You will consume 16,380 calories, 936 grams of fat, 1,521 grams of sugar, and hey, 117 grams of protein. See there, getting my protein. How, how big is the bucket? Nine pounds. Nine pounds. All I can hear is the uh, gone forever about yourself. <laughs> uh, and, and finally, in your food news, you know, it's kind of it's weird that this food has existed across the ocean forever, and it never really became a thing over here. Over in England, they eat something called a chip sandwich. Have you heard of this, Moon? No, but I'm assuming they're referring to fries. Which is literally just French fries between two pieces of bread. There's no meat or anything. <laughs> okay. It's just fries and bread. Maybe some ketchup on top. And apparently those sandwiches are finally on their way over here. They're all on a ship. Yep, making their Cold way. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a tweet about the chip sandwiches recently went viral, so now Americans are talking about them. 
And uh, really, it's about time. I'd give it a try. I mean, it's... Uh, wait a second. I don't, I'm not... What? I'd rather just eat straight up fries. But, but what kind of fry? Are we talking wedges? These, this, the... Because the... over there, most of the chips that you get when you say uh, fish and chips... Are it's yours. almost like a thicker cut steak fry. Right. That, that, that's, that's their standard over there. They don't have the variation, the insane variation that we have here from the shoestrings to the steak fries to the battered... I'd rather... Ones. I mean, I'd rather have... I'd rather have the shoestrings. Those are my favorite fries. On a sandwich? No, no. I don't. I don't know if I. This kind of seems like a waste. He can just call me Trendsetter Tony because I'm pretty sure I've done this before. You put fries on a sandwich? Yeah, I think I've had that a hundred times. <laughs> it's probably why I was 396 pounds. I would. Now, do if you go to some sandwich fries. places, if you go to some sandwich places, they'll put fries on your sandwich. You know, if my buddy uh, Doug. Goes to Greece, I think, every summer with his family. And uh, a lot of the Greek sandwiches, like wrapped in the pita, have fries in them already. But there's other meats and stuff in there. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, since the since I can remember eating McDonald's, if I get a cheeseburger and I get fries... Them fries are going in there? That's topping number one. <laughs> really? Oh, dude. I'm not get opposed to this yes, yes, in dude? any way. Try... I know you would never try it because it's child's food to you. But if what? you get a cheeseburger from McDonald's, why would you say that? He gets a happy meal. Don't you? He loves me? the toys. What do you mean? Don't judge you. Everything that we say that's like not necessarily like healthy or like. Are you? I what? I just said that I, I want the Oreo bucket. Yeah, he just said he was going to eat a, a nine pound bucket of Oreo. I never said that. Tomorrow. Don't paint that he picture. You literally just have a false picture of me. You McDonald's got a happy you meal. Liter- you literally just said uh, six minutes ago that semi sweet chocolate is kids' food. No, I did not. I said if you want to be healthier and you start, you do the 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 thing where you just commit to triggered. Yeah, he's triggered. No, I'm not. What the hell? Stop it. Uh, I, I said, if you do a, like a year of dark chocolate and then have the the uh, the semi-sweet or whatever, it it's drastic. Like, if you go a year without eating ketchup and then you try ketchup, it is so powerful. You know what? I take that back was what my I, point. I take back what I said because I've seen you eat Red Hot Ripplets for breakfast. So oh, I take my back gosh, yeah. And, and sheet cake. And sheet cake. <laughs> We've seen you eat weekend sheet cake. You yeah. know no, 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 no. no. Rewind. Rewind. Rewind that. I'm Ready? not crashing on anybody eating anything. <laughs> uh, on a th- on a Let th- me rewind. Okay. <laughs> on a Thursday, they delivered cupcakes. On Monday, Moon had one for breakfast. I did. I that heated happened. it up, though. It softened up. Oh, I heated it up. <laughs> you know, I, I got the mold off of it by heating it up. There's no well, mold. I mean, it's the, just a the, hardness the, issue. The, the gamma rays from the microwave <laughs> kill everything. <laughs> Woo, it was good. That cupcake was great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like wine. It aged. Yeah, you know, it really oh, did. Yeah. Oh, I offered you guys something. It was all melty on the I inside. Pass. Wonderful. Yeah, thanks. But pass. No. Pass. The Rizzuto Show. Pass. Uh, pass. Pass. <laughs> I want to try the fries on the burger, though. I just, I've, I'm on, on a McDonald's burger. I've never you know, up that. after the break, uh, Patrico's got your headline goo. All right, welcome back, folks. Home stretch. Just a real quick question before we move on. What's up, dude? Anybody here ready to go? Brought to you by 18 North Central, where Call of Duty comes to life. Carrie Underwood returned to American Idol on Sunday night. Many thought, wow, what a brave thing to do, given how self-conscious she is about a recent facial injury. Then they realized nobody watches American Idol. 
Ratings jokes. <laughs> Modeling on Deal or No Deal was one of Meghan Markle's first gigs, but Howie Mandel says he doesn't remember her. Howie didn't pay attention to her because she wasn't a germ. Oh. Yeah! Fox is bringing back Tim Allen's sitcom Last Man Standing because America spoke and Fox did not listen. Yeah! <laughs> Chris Jenner filed legal papers to use the term momager for a cosmetic line. In other news involving Chris Jenner and legal papers, she just renewed her contract with Satan. Okay. Yeah! Kim Kardashian says Kanye West was her rock after she was robbed in Paris, which is why Lamar Odom tried to smoke him. The Supreme Court has ruled that it's legal to bet on sports in all states. Reach for comment. Pete Rose was too busy putting it all on the Celtics. (laughs) Melania Trump is in the hospital following kidney surgery. When the doctor told her she'd be home in no time, she said, oh, wait, now my chest hurts, too. Elon Musk finished the first part of his underground tunnel in L.A. Musk proves that you can accomplish anything when you put your mind to it and also have 20 bajillion dollars. The CEO of GameStop is stepping down after only three months on the job. On the bright side, GameStop could trade him in for a discount on a new CEO. And finally, a new study says the Great Wall of China is the heaviest object on Earth at a weight of 116 billion pounds. Though personally, we're sick and tired of the Great Wall shaming going around these days. You're right. (laughs) I've had enough. Thank you. Uh, Here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, into it, Tony. Here is Mr. Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals are in Minnesota tonight for a two-game series with the Twins. Jack Flaherty gets a start. First pitch at 7-10. Is this his uh, first start uh, in a while? Yeah, he had that start where he uh, was, he was in great. replace of Wainwright. Pitch great, got a no decision. Came back, I think he pitched again, got a loss. Right. He's going for his first win of the year. And if you're curious as to how Alex Reyes is doing, still recovering from that Tommy John surgery back in February. Good man. Struck out 12, tossed around 100 miles an hour a couple times, pitched five innings, one hit baseball. Yeah, there were, uh, I saw a report on uh, him during his, uh, you know, pitching assignment. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, Mazaloc was down there looking at him. Yeah. I, I no pressure. A I lot of the feeling, big wigs down there. I have a feeling he'll be up very soon, don't you, Jeff? Oh, my gosh, yeah. He looks like a boy or a man among boys down yeah. there for sure. Uh, NHL playoff action from last night. Vegas Golden Knights beat the Jets 3-1. to That series tied at a game apiece. Tonight, Lightning and Capitals have game three. Capitals up 2-0. Uh, NBA playoffs, Golden State Warriors 119 over the Rockets 106. Warriors lead that series one game to nothing. And tonight, the Cavs and Celtics have game two of their series. Uh, Cavs are down one game to nothing to the Celtics. Uh, this is a crazy story here. It truly looked like a scene that was from the movie Goon. You know the movie Goon with Sean William Scott? Yeah, it was a good movie. So in some ECHL game, it's a playoff game, the two teams during warm-ups literally stood the entire lineup broop, broop, across the ice. They stood in front of each other and started poking each other with their sticks, and then all of a sudden just started an all-out brawl. Is there a video? There is video, oh. and it is just a massive fight. It's up on the blog oh, right now for you to check out. It's a melee. <laughs> it's a it's whatever it's you want. It's a fight. It's a melee. It's whatever you want to call it. It's a pandemonium. It's pandemonium. And here's what's funny about it. So after all this fighting, which goes on for about five six minutes, they just calmly separate, sort out their gear, then the game was played. It's called taking care of business. It's uh-huh. absolutely hilarious. As uh, professionals, check out the video for yourself. 1057 Riz. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. All right. Looks like we're just about out of time, guys. I'm
I'm sorry. <laughs> the hell? I didn't just want to kick it for another two hours, three hours, maybe. <laughs> well, we're all out of time. It looks like we'll be chatting at you tomorrow. I'm sorry about that. We're up against a hard break. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Well, if you're in hard. Canada, we're very sorry. The, the time got away from us today. It really did. <laughs> Listen, I gave it to you guys. Do what, do whatever you want with it. But uh, I'll give you more tomorrow. Can I leave it here? Because that's what I do. I leave I, it all out. I left there. it here for you guys. <laughs> what, again, whatever you want to do with it. It's fine. Tripped over it once already over here. <laughs> All right. Uh, big thanks to King Scott for the blog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground today, Moon, didn't we? Sure did. Like? Oh, well, top of the page, food news. It's National Chocolate Chip Day. And a whole lot of other food news, which is always fun. Uh, Real or Fake Punishment was revealed. Make sure you catch up on that on the podcast. Uh, as well as the last punishment amended. That's right. And... I just did the math, like the math math. I know we talked about the time. We're talking, we're in marathon territory here. Above half marathon territory. Well, half marathon territory. But still above it. Either way, Childish Gambino is number one. If you're flying American Airlines, no goats. And a kid ruins a proposal video by peeing, and that is, uh, that's the viral video of the day uh, on the early part of the blog. But you got to check out the food news. Like I said, we covered a lot of ground. And uh, it's all right there, 1057thepoint.com slash Yep, that's perfect. You got it. It's R-I-Z-Z. Patrico, video of the day. Video theme continues. The people are awesome. It's another compilation video. Uh, two and a half minutes of people doing their jobs and doing it damn well. It's incredible. It's mesmerizing. You can check it out at 1057thepoint.com. <laughs> people got that every day. We got webcams on me. Here we go. Did you, oh, okay. right. did you see? I'm, here. Hopefully the studio has enough room for this guy's head over there. I'm Jeez. excited. New studio. I'm excited to see it because yesterday's video... If if you didn't see it, go, I didn't. You gotta go watch it. It is it is the most satisfying. Is thing. it the guy laying the bricks? Oh, no, this, dude, no, it's it's, 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 it's a, a compilation yeah. of a thousand people. That You've just... seen the part of this video. The reason I chose this one is there's like six guys and they're driving a post into the ground, mm-hmm. and they've got it so it literally goes do 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 oh do 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 like they all hit the same post but at different times. It's incredible. Okay. Oh yeah, this I'll watch. The, the one from yesterday too, definitely worth. It. I mean, it's mesmerizing. All right, 1057thepoint.com/riz. All right, events to tell you about Saturday, Patrico is at the Custom Sounds and Tent on Manchester. Brand from new location. Noon to 2. Yep, brand new. Where's is where is that on Manchester? It's on Manchester. <laughs> it's in that brand new location, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, Riz. I'll have to check it out, but uh, I know it's their brand new location. They're doing on sort Manchester, of a, uh, noon to 2. They're doing sort of a grand opening thing. And then also on Saturday, Moon is at GMT Auto West in O'Fallon. That is from 2 to 4 o'clock. That's right. Barbecue, all sorts of stuff. Uh, And Scott just reminded us that the Point Fest shirts are available for a very limited time. Oh, they As of now, on a link on the front page, 1057thepoint.com. Okay, great. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day from Fenton, Missouri, shouting out Amy Meyer. One more time. Oh, go, Amy. She's right. the best exactly team member for really us. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.